Hello, and welcome to the Screen Chronicles. I'm Colby, and with me as always is Steve, second cousin twice removed. And today we're here to talk to you about the last three episodes of season three of The Last Kingdom. Oh my God! I know, I know. We, we were just talking before we started recording this podcast, too. We So if you had watched our other two episodes on season three of The Last Kingdom, uh, we, we did preface the first one, episodes one through four, I think it was, that we had already recorded this talk, our episode eight, nine, and ten talk a year ago in April of 2020. And it didn't it didn't go through. It wasn't working. And then we were like, let's try and wait for it to download. Maybe and then we'll put out the other ones. It never went. So we said, let's just commit to our season four talk stuff, you know. And then finally, about a year later, here we are. We finally get into doing it. Um, so we've seen season four and that we're only going to talk season three and how we felt and recap that and everything. But but just know that that all that's has gone by. All this time has gone by. Yeah. We he has a shield now. We have we have Viking horns, skull, skull, skull. We're gonna keep it to season three. No spoilers for season four. Spoiler alert for season three. If you haven't seen it, we're gonna be yes. getting into it, recapping episodes eight, nine, and ten of season three, telling you our best bro moments, our favorite moments, and then we're gonna just at the end talk a little bit more about the full season and our thoughts yeah. on it too. But I gotta say, I mean these three episodes were so darn good that it's so worth talking about them again hell yeah hell yeah in I fact mean... i'm considering deleting this video after we do it so we can do it <laughs> in six months again sounds like a I don't know. <laughs> let's, let's dive in uh, let's right to in. episode eight of season three so so brief recap skade has sent this curse on utra that's what they're perceiving as all the bad things happening ragnar uh uh, baby monk getting hurt yeah uh, utrid getting sick his wife dying they all put it on skate here is, is right. the curse she the curse that she that she put on right in the previous episode brita and utrid had an awesome amazing side quest to find out a couple of things well they, they really want to find out how can they bring someone from niflheim to valhalla and they sought out story um to from season one to find that answer and they were told that you have to kill the person who sent the person to Niflheim with the blood of the person that got killed. And shortly after that, they figured out they had to kill the person who cast the curse then without, right. but without breaking the skin, without any blood. Brita told but him this. Brita already knew that because she Brita. had killed uh, Story. Yes. So... This episode, then, it's just like the previous episode ended with him getting scared from Heston's camp. There was an awesome bro moment, probably one of the best bro moments ever between him and Citric. Little fake out, right? Fake, fake out, out hate. It's fantastic. He gets there, and you're just like, all right, so now we're going to get things moving, right? He knows how to do it. But then it seems like, what the hell is going on? He's, he's like drinking her blood. He's, you know, he's making out with frisky her. Frisky in the boat. Finnan's yeah. even looking through the thing like, what? Yeah, Finnan's like the rest of us. He's like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> Up until this point, Skate has been like, just trouble. You know? Yes. Like, everywhere she's gone, to everybody. And it's so frustrating to see Uhtred. They make you think Uhtred's like, finally just like, wants her. And she is She is supposed to be attractive in the show. And I think she is. Like, she, uh, she's like this good-looking Dane. All the guys want her. 
because she's a seer and she has like a certain um, power to see like, like whoever she's with is going to be king, you know? Yeah. And so it really kind of made us think when we first watched it, we were like, Uhtred, like, what are you doing? Similar to how we were saying that back when he got mad at Citric. Exactly. Like, Uhtred, what are you doing? So they sail back home then and he drinks her blood and it's just nasty. And you're just like, what the hell, Uhtred? Uh, they roll up, they find out that these priests are basically Cookham, which he hasn't been at here, his, his old homestead. Uh, the right. priests are taking all of the food and stuff. One of the, the farmers or whoever, I guess, whatever title would be, someone yeah. who works the land uh, is like, hey, they're taking all of our food, man. You know, you got to stop this. He goes in there. Priests are, you know, classic like season one sort of vibes oh, yeah. going on here where, where the, uh, the people who are down. Yeah. Like moral high ground people. And it, this, this isn't anything at Christianity or anything. This is just at this time period. And these people abusing their power, right? Uh, being hypocritical, saying that they're these people that, you know, want to spread peace and love through Jesus. And then they're, they're stealing all the food of these, these people. I also love when Uhtred comes back and that farmer who's telling him about it is like, tells him his name. He's like, I don't know if you remember me. And Uhtred's like, of course I remember you. You're this person. And it's like, Uhtred's such a good Lord. I know. He you know starts what I mean? like going like, off of like, he's like, your wife is this. This is your kid. Your dog. <laughs> your kid scored three goals last week at soccer. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't remember you. Dude. Yeah, He's just, and that's just another theme this season of just seeing how solid a fucking bro Uhtred is, man. Oh with, my God. Uh, you know, his, the rest of his crew sticking by him, but here, you know, they're getting a little uncertain though, you know, especially yeah, they're, they're like, why is he snuggling up to uh skate? Yeah. Osfer given in to this curse, you know, cause mm -hmm. kind of earlier, I think skate had the ultimatum, like, you know, Uhtred take me as your woman or, you know, you're going to be cursed. And exactly. now they're wondering, has he given in, you know? And that was one option breed had told him too, was you could make her your woman. If you want to break the curse that way. Right. So it's like, uh, yeah. So anyway, Uhtred's like not happy. He's like, you know, my people need food. You guys are reading it. I think they were gathering it for the army. Alfred had ordered them to go there, gather it for the army. Mm -hmm. They're like, they're like, what's up with this intrusion, Uhtred? And Uhtred's like, uh, yo, this is my house, bro. Uh, what are you talking about? And he looks up in the doorway <laughs> and he sees a crucifix up there. He doesn't like that. That shit ain't pagan. <laughs> Shit ain't pagan. That shit ain't pagan. He just like Uhtred's face. Uh, he's pissed. And the priest is kind of like, you know, I kind of respect the priest in this instance. You know, he's like, I understand why you're mad, but, you know, I can't go back against my faith. So he was standing up for what he believed in. Yeah. He was like, hey, I know and, you're going to kill me and you're just looking for an excuse to kill me. But kill me. Yeah. I like I don't want to die, but I'm not taking that down. Yeah. And, so I had a little bit of respect for him there. Yeah. A um, little bit. Bishop you know, Eckenwald. Probably taking a little bit more than he needs. Osfirth is like, I'll take it down. And Uhtred's <laughs> like, you will not. <laughs> Hild comes in. Oh, and she's like, oh my God, Bay. Hild Bay. Hild Bay and all day. All day. <laughs> she comes in. He's like, well, it's mine. And he's like, I'd prefer if you didn't take it down. But, you know, whatever. While she's talking, it thing comes crashing down and skades up there. Just like, well, that was easy. You know? Can we eat? Can we? Yeah. <laughs> cheeseburgers, please. <laughs> it's a great moment then with yeah. uh, Hilda afterwards because 
we're we're just like, what is Uhtred doing here? You know, what the hell is he thinking? Why is he going skate? There's this curse. Gisla is the best wife you've ever had. I know. Uh, Gisla was just like a, such a good woman. And now he's with a bad woman. And I think at some point later on in the scene, when Finnan leaves, they make their plans and Finnan's about to leave. Um, he says to Uhtred, we all need a good woman, you know, because <laughs> yeah. the bros, the bros are, are worried about him. Yeah, you know, like you know, if if you were dating somebody who I was like, concerned about, I'd be worried about you too. I'd be like, I'll be worried about you too, bro. Thanks, bro. Like, we all need a good woman, a lucky child. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, you're right. They have a sweet talk with Hilda Nutrid here. They're walking debt back, and of course, they're like their old selves. And it seems like this is bringing him back because we're, we're. I'm still yeah. thinking, like, what are you doing, man? What are you doing? And it seems yeah. like she's helping bring him back. And she's like, hey, your your kids uh, are being cared for by the church. And he's like, don't tell me they got baptized because I she's broke like, up with my first wife because of that shit. And she's like, that's true. Yeah, she, that was a total like moment. Like uh, <laughs> they're eating. Where are my children? Yeah. <laughs> she kind of grounds him. Like you say, this conversation, she always seems to have that effect on him. You know, I'm just I love Hild, man. I love her so. Oh much. Oh my god! I wish she was in season four more. I really do. Yeah. Um, I think she's getting phased out of the show. But um, she's not really in the books that much, and that's right. That's right. a crazy thing too with this season. We we've just um, I haven't completely finished yet, but I'm close to finishing uh, Death of Kings, which is I just finished it. One yeah. of the books that this season is based on, and this season is probably the most different from the books as far as the two that it comes from and yet it's right. still so freaking awesome but i mean it keeps a lot of characters alive who who actually die off in the books um i won't give any spoilers yeah. for the books or anything away here but no because i think uh we're planning on doing book talks mm -hmm. here in the near future we're gonna probably do two books at a time and maybe do a little compare and contrast with the season we still have to kind of iron out the details of how we want to cover it but we're definitely going to be covering the books something's gonna happen yeah but so anyway, though, Hild and the rest of the priests leave. Finnan goes with them. Um, and then Uhtred makes a big scene in front of the priest saying like, hey, I'm staying here. Maybe I'm going to conquer Winchester later. I don't know. But I'm definitely yeah. staying here. I'm not going. I'm not going there anytime soon. And everyone's like, OK, all right. Well, all right. All right. See him. Jeez. All right. <laughs> right. Um, but the other guys, he tell, you know, he tells Finnan, you know, that's, you know, go get yourself a woman, have a drink chill out there in, in winchester osforth stays behind though yeah and um, osforth does and it's we 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 see as one of the reasons is because he's concerned about utrid and i've really just loved osforth this season uh his bro moments uh he didn't have a lot yeah. of bro moments in season four if he made it to season four we don't know uh you don't know um but he didn't have a lot right um and i think he had some really cool ones this season but anyway, though, Uhtred and Skade go off for a bath. A much, a much needed bath. A death bath! <laughs> a death bath! Oh my god, this is one of my favorite moments of the season. This is one so of awesome. my favorite TLK moments, I gotta say, because this is kind of the pinnacle. They like really had us thinking, like, wow, is he really falling in love with her? Mm -hmm. They get in the water, they start getting all frisky, and she starts just spitting out this like i own you talk yeah which like, just like was making my blood boil 
your blood and your stuff and and they're kissing and he's he's groping her and stuff and he gets out his his muscles and just like oh damn Uhtred okay okay Uhtred has definitely been working out hey Uhtred was jacked this season we think they're just taking an innocent you know sexy bath Mm. when Uhtred just just like takes her shirt (laughs) over her head and just throws her under the water oh man just like hoodie too far over the eyes, but like tenfold, yeah. you know. Yeah, it just reminded me, you know, in old hockey fights, they would pull the jersey, they would pull the jersey over the head, yeah. you know. And then... <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, he just dunks her under the water. So I remember, remember... Us losing our shit during this. I mean, oh my remember... god! Because I mean, there's it was so like the pinnacle. That... It was like, oh, he's getting frisky. He really does love her. He really does love her. Oh no, Utrid! No, no, no! And no. she's literally like, oh. I own you. And then. Swack. that was it that was it and i remember i remember when we watched that dude i like i stood up and was like i knew you i knew it utrid i knew you couldn't do it. you remember that never doubted you it was like you did it to us again yep <laughs> but uh that's two times that season yeah i love it's, it's one thing i love because they do get you thinking that all right, here comes on some some needless drama, some some pointless stuff that's just so out of character just for drama. And then yeah. all of a sudden, Uhtred turns around and and just does the right thing. And it, it was yeah. planned all along, you know? Yeah. And uh, damn. And he is, doesn't even tell his best friends about it. And that's, that's the thing, though, is what helps sell each of these moments, though. Like, he didn't tell Finnan about... Him and Citric had rehearsed it. And if you read the books too, that's actually a scene that's from that. Yeah. The, the books is him and Citric. They actually he even says, Oh, we had rehearsed it earlier. We had rehearsed the whole thing. Yeah. What I was gonna call him and what he's gonna call me. And it's funny because we we talk about in our previous episode before we had read the books. Right. So like, where were they practicing? Like I wonder did they have a con they totally had a conversation beforehand. They're like, Oh, this is gonna be so good. We're gonna get him. <laughs> So, I mean, Finnan was just trying to break them up and you're just, and that's sold it for the Danes too, right? But Finnan wasn't right. in on it. That was the biggest thing to sell it to um, Dagfin at the time. And, then and so, now they needed to sell it to, to Skate. Yeah, they had to sell it to Skate. They, they had to sell then to the priest that Uhtred was being a dick and that he was like in, in trance with this pagan witch. So right. he, he didn't tell any of them either. Osforth, like I said, he stayed home and I guess he wanted to see if he was going to do sexy time with her because he was poking in through the, the, the grass to see her. And yeah, then, uh, he was. So he sees. He sees all. The, oh, I think. I don't think he was trying to be like peeping Tom perverted. Thing. No, but he was trying to watch out boy. for his bro. Yeah. He's trying to watch, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was worried about him. Everybody's worried that Uhtred's like turned to like some sort of dark side or something. Yeah, and this is such a dark season too. I mean, just as yeah. far as all the deaths and stuff. So like, it was it was very frustrating at the time when this all was going down. But then you're just like, oh damn, that's right. Uhtred's the man. Yeah, and it was such an amazing moment. Yeah, such one of the best. He goes back to the house then later after a good, a good uh, murder, good murder. You know, bath. he probably finished his bath. <laughs> yeah, he probably <laughs> just like moved amazing, to his side. Amazing aerial shot of um, Skade. Yeah, drone footage shooting right up, and that she's was. just laying there dead. And uh, yeah, so they go back, and and Osfirth has cooked him up some kind of soup or something. <laughs> Just bro, you know, you know how like if you were out and you, you know, murdered, you know, one of your dates, 
<laughs> and uh, I knew about it. I know how stressful that is. You know, I'm, I'm going to make you some Kraft mac and cheese back Dude, in the apartment. You know what, what you would do? What you would do? The times I have been upset, you have got me a chocolate shake from Arby's. Is what you do. You that's go. it's not a sponsorship that's... from Arby's or anything. It is no. a sponsorship for all chocolate shakes of chocolate shakes. Yes. If you want us to sponsor you, just yes. you as a people, chocolate shakes. Yeah. Yeah, we will sponsor we'd be you. down for that <laughs> for free that. for free shakes for free for free shakes that's all we need but you you would yeah so totally totally this is well, that's just a bro moment we could really connect with it you know yeah and utra just looks exhausted and i i kind of wonder like why because he seems upset coming in and i feel like it's like an exhaustive relief yeah he's relieved in a way sort of I think I think he's in a way he's relieved. He still has a lot on his plate. He's still but, got a lot um, of stuff to check off that list. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I was kind of wondering, you know, was it just like my brother died? Gisela died? Like, yeah, here's this one time. goal I've he's, been trying to shoot outlaw for, for Wessex still right. at this point. You know, but it's it's such a great scene and it, it's so quick too. I forget like when I was just watching it, like it was just it went so quick. Yeah. But he's just sitting there talking to Osforth and Osforth, you know, s even says, like, I stayed here for you, you know, just in case and you couldn't for, break the curse. And, and for Gisela. For Gisela. Because Gisela treated him so well. Gisela treated him so well. And she was Gisela was also Bay, by the way. Oh my god. Um if I haven't said that enough. But uh this all of a sudden then John Loon and Ivar just like bring it. Just bring out like and everybody's waterworks starts. No offense. No offense meant to Ivar there. You that's the best I can do. Incredible talent. But um and it, just, these moments just hit you so hard and you know talking about i think osforth is talking about like how good a woman she was how kind and gentle and utra jokingly says you clearly did not know the lady gisela you know mm. she playful, was loving she oh was yeah those, she she whipped him into shape let's be she honest she would whip him into shape though she definitely would remember she when, was those um, things when citric was like trying to you know, ask for, for permission, and at first Uchard was like, eh, and then Gisela was like, "What you say to him? No, <laughs> you're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna do this." So she whipped him into shape. It's pretty. That awesome. was that was such a good moment there, and mm -hmm. uh, they then ride off. Then, and what ends up happening is uh, the the group that Finnan went with and the church people they come across like these gypsies or other. I don't know if that's the right term to use. Um, people of sort of these musicians these musicians, minstrels minstrels they see them and what ends up happening is i guess utred and gang uh sort of sneak in with them which we yeah. didn't know at the time when we were watching it we didn't know at the time it was kind of weird why like finn and they came over and like asked for tip or something you know mm. and finn and told him no and <laughs> yeah, they're like, friendly but and the guy was like what called him asshole. something <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> or something okay yeah and then we get Finnan and Bishop Eckenwald and, and Citric. They get to Winchester and they're calling for Stayapa. And Stayapa comes out eating an apple. And they're just like, uh, you know, he's just kind of being stubborn, letting them in. And it's like, we're one of Finnan's famous lines. The only thing we're guilty of is being tired and hungry. 
Mm-hmm. I think, you know, they know that Finnan and Citric are Uhtred's friends and they want to be careful of letting Uhtred in. Yeah. But Bish- because Bishop Eckenwald was there. And he was convinced that Uhtred stayed at Cookham. Yeah. And even Hild was convinced Uhtred was, yeah. was staying at Cookham. Right. And that's what was all believed. by design. Yes. That's why I didn't tell them anything. So yeah. they get let in then. And that's how Uhtred sort of goes in through the Trojan horse, essentially. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just kind of thinking in Osford's with him, with him, but like, come on, like Stayapa's got to be checking that cart. <laughs> Stayapa, let's go. <laughs> the minstrels kind of like catch the door while they're closing it. And he's like, hey, you know, we're here for the festivities and the music. And you guys want, you know, and I think Stayapa looks around like, yeah, we could use some of that. You know, <laughs> yeah. like that could be cool. Yeah. Because you know. there's there's the wedding going on here between Alfred right. and Edward, right? They sneak in. Uh, so, some other things though that have been going on just through town too. After Aethelwald got his eye burned out, he's he's not oh, given up. Man. He makes an alliance with Sigurbrey and says, "Hey, of Kent, yes. Mm-hmm. What you're going to tell people is that Uhtred is going by Uhtred Ragnarsson. Like he wants Winchester to fall. Uh, he's going to." put Wessex in danger like right. that might not be the truth but that's what you've got to say so he doesn't right. team up with Alfred and then I can't be king because then then Edward will be in line for the throne so right. uh Brigitte is going around yelling uh nonsense there's a great scene where Bianca comes up and he's like uh he's like stop speaking out of your ass and he's yeah. like and he's like keep your buttocks clenched clenched <laughs> love it he, love he that hard, line. man Ian Hart is amazing. Amazing. So we also get a, uh, a scene where one of our favorite little moments <laughs> that we really could easily go by over people's heads. Yeah. Ethelhelm had heard some rumors in the alehouse about maybe there's a, a you know, a children of son. Edward, you know, bastard children. And he's going to, you know, he had to talk to Alfred about something else. So he brings it up to Pure League. He's talking to Pure League about it. And they go in and Edward's there. And he confronts Edward about it. Edward doesn't really answer because purely kind of steps in as like, I thought we agreed to leave all alehouse gossip at the alehouse, mm. you know, but um, Ethelhelm has a lot of doubt right now about what's going on because from Ethelhelm's point of view, he has an awesome opportunity to have his daughter marry the future king of Wessex yeah, and then have his grandchildren be next in line to the throne. And he doesn't want any. And, be, and remember too, the big thing about this is people are talking that, Edward married uh, Edwin, the 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 woman Sigurbreet likes, and why he's he's sort of teaming up against Edward here, or seemingly. Yeah, so, so he doesn't. He already has something against Edward. Yeah, yeah, right. But so he actually did marry this woman, uh, Edwin, and have these kids in the eyes of God. So it was these are actually then right. rightful heirs to the throne. Then, um, and that's the big thing is if that happens, then Ethelhelm's grandchildren. Uh, through Elfwin will not be legitimate heirs to the throne. So that's why he's pretty concerned. Exactly. About this. And so he he's going into Alfred. And this is the little scene you were you were talking about here. That we love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Alfred goes, you know, very quietly says, guards leave us. And you know, he's he's so weak that they didn't really hear him. And what does she say? Yeah, uh, Aylesworth is then like, like uh, you will leave us guards. And then and then the guard like looks like back, like left and right. Yeah, she's like, yes, you. <laughs> but she like snapped at him. 
you know, it, well then after he like looks around she's like yes you and he's like oh oh and he like leaves <laughs> it's such a great because he cause yeah he, like looks around he's just like but it, like i'm supposed to guard you know like, like i'm doing my job and you're yelling at me like what did i do <laughs> we, we made a post on this we'll have to put it out again here here it is yeah, for yeah. you guys right on the screen but it's it's a great um great moment there just and i i didn't really hear any people talk about this but uh we, we i know i know Eliza we, we rewound it. that we rewound that i don't know how many times just because it was it was so it cracked us up a lot <laughs> just a little thing they didn't need to put that in <laughs> me um i hope i hope the people the directors just thought that was hilarious and that's why they kept it in i think so well i mean also too these are the the last three episodes that steven butchered wrote mm. um he's not part of the show anymore uh uh, but he was there back in the beginning. If you listen to our talk with Nick Murphy, who was the first like producer director of the of the first, first season. two episodes, yeah, and him and Butchard kind of helped design what the the show was going for. So I I yeah. wouldn't be surprised if that's some Butchard humor too. I mean, that could have been the director going in, but that was just it was a great little funny scene that just you know we di we didn't need it. it made but us laugh. It made, it made us, us laugh. laugh. And then that's when the whole Ethelhelm conversation happens with Ellsworth and Alfred. Uhtred also comes up. Is and Uhtred comes up. Basically, is he an outlaw or not? And yeah. Ellsworth is basically like a hundred percent. Yeah, if he comes here, we're gonna <laughs> kill him. Oh, yeah, dead, so dead. And Alfred's like, well, if uh, Edward wants to pardon him, then you know he's fine. Then he's fine. And and, uh, and Alfred Alfred's pretty pissed because Ellsworth keeps trying to you know talk over him mm -hmm. and he's like speak if the king him. may speak <laughs> if the king may speak yeah and he he basically clarifies it for um ethelhelm saying like you know before i if, if utrid came on soil right now yes he'd be arrested um but then it's going to be up to edward you know and it makes it so. pretty clear that he's just like right there that he wants utrid then to be a part of to the the future here of Wessex here, and yeah, as soon as Ethelhelm leaves, he tells that to Ellsworth. He's like, he's like, he needs Uhtred, mm -hmm. you know, like need he a needs warrior. a warrior by his side. She's like, you have Steapa, and he's like, no, we need somebody who knows not only how to fight but when to fight, you know. And Uhtred, that's Uhtred all the way. Uhtred is so it. wise in in those ways. He's like, yeah, let's attack now before they get strong. Let's go here, and he's been yeah. right so far this whole season about you know he stopped. Yeah. Heston at Bianfiat. They they got Bianfiat from him. So Alfred like does trust Uhtred with this, you know. <laughs> Even a, though they've had differences. There's another uh, great moment here too because yep. uh he he then says to to Ellsworth like you may he literally says you may leave me and he's just, yeah <laughs> like get out of the room you know yeah. like as politely as possible. <laughs> And, it's, <laughs> and so she's walking out all mad he, he has like another line as she's walking out for you know about how it needs to be edward's decision mm. um and then and he, he kind of tells her you know it's going to be your job to lead him to the right decision mm. you know trying to encourage her to you know we need utrid but like in the very next scene <laughs> i think it's like the next scene yeah. ellsworth went to pray she's nobody's in this room she just went there. She just got, you know. She was there first. <laughs> she was there first, and she goes and she's praying. You know, Alfred comes in, and he sits down, like right like, next door. Yeah, he's like, "I wish to pray in peace." Basically I want peace. saying, "You may leave me again." 
just as politely as possible, just going around to wherever she is, kicking her out yeah, of there, yeah, yeah. just following her, <laughs> just chilling for a little bit, and then go to find her again, <laughs> kick her out. Stephanie, where's my wife? She's she's now that in the bathroom. A, an abuse of power. Yeah, abuse of power there, Alfred. <laughs> yeah, she's mid, she's mid poop. <laughs> you may leave me, but but. <laughs> She prays and she it basically makes it obvious that she doesn't want to Uhtred then uh to to guide Edward. She's less no, like can we Uhtred. can we have a pagan guide our Christian way? Like we're we're trying to have a Christian kingdom here. So it's pretty yeah, obvious. I think there she that prays she, that she wants it to be like untouched by paganism. You know, she she prays to God that for just a totally Christian you know kingdom for her son, you know. Mm-hmm. Uhtred then, like we said, he snuck in. Uh, he ends up actually going to Torda's house, and we had heard yep. that that all the people who are coming to town then uh, for the wedding, for Edward's wedding, some of them are going to be a little scared that Alfred's dying, and that there's Danes with a giant ass army on the way. So they've been right. kind of prejudiced then towards the Danes here, I guess, in town. Um, so Uhtred then he he's so it's so cool here too because he he's not just like outside like hiding or by the door or something he's like he I looks know. like he's the curtain of the window here. i know because <laughs> he has a cloak on it was awesome and he's sitting on the window it's so batman it's so i don't know so batman like when he's in the rafters and uh <sighs> so Tura comes out with a knife um like who's harassing me here and uh edward or edward <laughs> utrid comes down uh f- turns from the the curtain he is into utrid <laughs> Just glides down <laughs> and goes in, and and he cool. tells her. Then, uh, like we said, his other big checklist thing is here. Now he needs Ragnar's blood to kill the guy who killed Ragnar and sent him. Yeah, he he does the math. He does. He pulls out the board. You know, it's like <laughs> carry the two. Carry you slit your hand. You know, and Tura's like, yeah, yeah, I know. Like uh, the, I love. By the way, I love. It's just another like cool, and I don't know if it's a real. Real you know, ritual thing, yeah. a real mm-hmm. mythical thing, you know, or if it was just made up for the show. Mm-hmm. But either way, I think it's just so cool. It is so the whole sweet. blade soaked in blood. This the whole you have to kill the curse without spilling blood. You know, I love that it just, lore. It made it you know? so cool. It made it so cool, and it's in. Yeah. I'm. I'll just say it's. It's a lot different than the book, and the fact that that was an original sort of idea and that it was so cool and it right. it made it so much more suspenseful and the payoff at the end so anyway he's like i'm gonna need some blood and then she's like oh what and he's like no, no not all of it not all of it just like a cup <laughs> like a cup yeah so and she's like oh silly me silly me she starts filling up the the, the bowl of blood uh, uh and, comes and home. Yeah, yeah well he had been you know in like the you know where they have the alehouse and people sit outside at the picnic tables and Athelwald and his boys are over at another table and you know they're looking at Finnan and they're looking at Citric and Bianca comes and hangs out and they're talking and he's like where where's Uhtred you know when you guys are here and Finnan very slyly with his he may very well be sitting at your table you know my lord and so Bianca you know Starts walking home and it <laughs> cuts to Ethelwald being like, Uhtred's here. <laughs> it's obvious. I mean, <laughs> I mean, all his people are here. 
<laughs> all of his main bros. What is he doing without his bros? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's no way. There's no way. So Ethelwald, we already know Ethelwald's pretty smart. He and Sigurbreet then, he tells Sigurbreet, let's get our posse together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bianca goes home. Uh, he sees the blood stuff going on. He's like, this shit is not Christian. <laughs> right. That shit ain't Christian. That my wife. My wife. Uh, so he is not having it. He is not having it. Tara tries to tell him, like, no, 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 we need to do it. Like, and Tara is so great too, by the way. Tara is so awesome. Woman. She's like, she's like, hey, I don't denounce your God. And he's like, because he's God. And yeah, and, she, and she's still she stays so calm throughout. Like she doesn't yeah, get worked does. up. She's so like, how could you be mad with her? Like, how could you not no. love Tara, by the way? She's awesome. She's, like, I, I would have got worked up. So then he's like, I'm going outside. And it's so funny because he goes outside like all angry and he like like kicks off a stool to sit down and you just hear like this chicken like <laughs> or something. And I just I just like wish I would have saw that. I mean it was funny yeah. that you didn't see it, but yeah. I was just like just see Bianca. I wonder if they just threw that sound effect in, like after they're filming, like yeah, who knows? something. Let's let's get an animal noise in there. That'll be funny. <laughs> It's awesome. But at that moment, you know, Ethelwald and the posse show up at uh, Bayaka's front door and they're like, we want to look inside. We think Uhtred is at your house. You know, I just saw you talking to the bros and you made a beeline to your house. I think he's here. <laughs> and it's a pure league's there and he sort of intercepts them. And it's so great because yeah. uh, there's a pure league is so awesome. Ethelwald's like, it's not your place to tell us where we can't go. And Beerling's like, it's not your place not to tell me what my place is or to tell me what Yeah, my yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> and then him and, him and Bianca then are there, the two of them, and then they're just like, they're poking fun at his eye. They're like, which eye are you looking out of here for? And they're like, ooh, right. an outlaw is here. They're like, ooh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I think Finnan and the boys roll up. Like, is there a problem here? Oh, and, my God. That's and right around that point. Another great yeah. bro moment here with all the... Oh, yeah showing up for bianca you know what i mean just like yeah 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 rolling up there with their crew that's so great yeah uh right around that time tara actually comes out you know because bianca is not like gonna let these guys through without a fight you know but tara comes out and she's like it's okay it's okay let's let them look around you know and you know i'm thinking oh utra's gonna be a curtain again <laughs> that could have worked no. just as well by the <laughs> no. way i know but apparently they had a little hidey hole down in the floorboards. They go in and they look around and Ethelwald is like, well, what the fuck? Because I swear to God, he was here. He's like, I, I think he said he, he was here. I could I can smell him. <laughs> he had such a like a villain thing to say. Or like a Wolverine like thing to say. Like an orc. <laughs> yeah, orc in Lord of the Rings. I smell man flesh. By the way, Lord of the Rings people for Amazon. I, Harry is a huge Lord of the Rings fan, so you should get him in there. You should definitely. You get him should in. any this, future Lord of the Rings stuff like Harry would fit in perfectly, and he just kills it this season. He might he just absolutely freaking. He was it, he was man. always good, but he just he stepped it up another notch. Oh my god! In season three, like but let's just talk say this about the books. Yeah, if you read the book, we just finished six. You're almost finished with six. Yeah. And Ethelwald really isn't a huge presence in the books. Not He's especially in like, not in the fifth one. They really built him up in the show way more. They put him in a lot of scenes he never was in. And Harry even told us that when we had him on, on the podcast, 
that uh, he wasn't supposed to even be in the later season one, like ventures with Uhtred and the gang. Yeah. So I just think that is a huge credit to the actor that Harry is that I think the, the producers looked at like the footage that he had done and just like, how can we not keep him around? I keep using him. And I, I just think they made great choices with this character. Yeah. And again, so inventive by the writers too to, yeah. to be able to do that. So anyway, though, they all leave. Sycabrete, Sycabrete's like kind of a cool guy, though. Like this whole time, he's like, yeah. he, the, his main gripe is that with Edward, Edward being the guy who got his the girl he loves knocked up and then got her forced into a nunnery so then no one else can have her, right? Like, hey, I is, get that. That is kind of shitty, that's, man. That's shitty. That's worth being upset about. That's yeah. worth not liking a guy over, right? Yeah. Although it wasn't so much Edward who wanted her to go to a you know, to a nunner. He didn't want that, right? Yeah. That was no. That was all but Edward he might not know or that. Alfred and I don't know who's center. But either way, his actions led to that. So and he's he's really cool. He's like, hey, like I'm sorry. We're here, Bianca, like we'll go. And they and they do go. The next day happens. Yeah. Edward and Elfled's wedding is going down now. Oh yeah. Well, and and Bianca and Alfred had had a conversation with each other. Yeah. And Alfred, he was kind of asking Alfred like what he wanted and stuff. And Bayaka kind of is like, what if I told you that you could talk to Uhtred? Mm-hmm. He is here, you know, and hypothetically. Yeah. Hypothetically, if he was here, no, <laughs> where would you be during the wedding? Um, <laughs> to, to Alfred's, like, Alfred's like, great. I hate weddings. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a perfect chance for me to ditch. <laughs> Alfred did want an opportunity to speak to Uhtred. Yeah. Alfred also needs it to be secret because Alfred needs to maintain the reputation he has and he can't, you know, he can't be lenient in front of everybody. You know, a guy who held the king by knife point, kicked him in his stomach when he's having all these, yeah. this terrible bowel disease going on. Like, Christ. Oh, God. So, so yeah, he's, he's yeah. got to keep up the image. And then so Uhtred yeah. sneaks in Bianca, like from Assassin's so, Creed. So cool. Yeah, like, yeah, nice the Assassin's up. Creed. Like when you sneak in. with the monks or the priests, you know. Yeah. Really beautiful wedding scene, real quick too, of yeah. the great hall, and um, you know, yeah, and then it shows a few monks going by. The guards don't know anything because Bayak is leading them, and all of a sudden, like the monks go one way, and you know, Uhtred and Bayaka go, um, and he lets Uhtred go into the reading room, the room, the study, I guess, you know, that Alfred was always documenting things in, and. And it's so cool because we don't really know what's there at first. And then all of a sudden, Uhtred starts to look at the pages. And then just Ivar, Ivar and John Loon. Oh, John Loon just telling us with this music. He's like waving his hand over the pages as if he can like feel what's on him. Because he's like been everywhere. You know, he's... Battle Ethendon, the marshes, oh, you know. He's, he's had like, so much to do in Alfred's Chronicle. And as he's scanning over these pages such incredible cinematography by the way yeah love it Absolutely. but it kind of shows utrid looking down and you see in the back like a ghost into focus a ghost <laughs> it's it's pretty creepy it it's like creepy. really creepy but it's alfred looking like a ghost he looks so he's wearing a white gown but he looks so white himself yeah so close to death so pale and the, the way the music swells there and you don't know you know you don't know what he's going to do what is alfred going to do because yeah. last we knew alfred you know said he was going to kill Uhtred if he came back and he looked you can't tell what he's 
what he's feeling on his face. He's just staring at Uhtred in the back like like a ghost. Oh, ghost-like. <laughs> oh, ghost-like. And that's the end of the episode. And this is oh. another moment, like we were talking before, when Uch- when uh, Edward had to make his king decision moment at the Banfleot, uh, where we were just like, next one! <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter what you had planned. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> Should you we had study to to for our doctorate here? No! Should we go take that test? <laughs> nah. <laughs> we need to know. And so that was the end of, you know, before we moved to that episode. Yeah. That was, that the, was end. the end. So let's let's kind of discuss our favorite bro moments and best moments from that episode yeah. uh, before we move on. There was there was actually a lot of, for me, a lot of great bro moments. Uh, obviously, I, I really liked uh, Bianca. When he went, like, Uhtred's not there. He's always sticking up for his boy, Uhtred. You know what I mean? Bianca, ever since season one where he's like, I will be his sword. I will be his connection to God. I will go with him in every battle. And no, no, no. Like, great scene. And so he's always sticking up for his boy. And he tells uh, Sigurd to clench his ass. uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Buttocks clenched. Uh, That was was great. Also, too, uh, when Finn in and pure leg and all them roll up to protect Bianca you know what I mean like what's more bro than sticking up for your bro when this other crew of nasties are coming right yeah yeah you know I agree with those those are really really good yeah but I I gotta go with yeah I I, I have to say my best bro moment though is Osworth with the soup though I mean coming in that's mine that's absolutely mine Uh, Osworth with the soup is that gets so you, good, man. and he brings up Gisela, who we love, and uh, Utra just needed a little pick me up there. Like he's been like holding this all in to like Total protect, try and protect his team. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's such a good bro moment there, man. Fantastic. So that's that's Fantastic. yours too. Fantastic. That's mine. Too. That's by by far in this episode, um, and I think we could probably agree on the best moment from this episode. What is it? Utrid killing Skade. <laughs> oh my god. One of the best, you know, I've said it several times on our talks. It's one of my favorite moments from the whole season. It's such a great standout moment in the show. I mean, mind-blowing they, moment. They've just got you fooled the whole time. And it's it's so satisfying when it happens too, because uh, like the whole time you're just like, no, and he's just kissing her. And so oh. you're like, no. And then she's like, you are mine. And then, I own you. Whack. Yeah, yeah, yeah I own you. <laughs> that that's my best moment too. Absolutely. Just Uhtred making us feel like making us doubt him, and then throwing it in our face. I'm such like, why you doubt me, guys? He's like, he's like Stephen Colby. Like, why, why you even doubt me? I'm so, I'm sorry, Uhtred. He's like, you know me. <laughs> you know me? I've always been this way. That's his new accent. I think it's mercy We're going to <laughs> by the way tell us your favorite uh, moments from any of these episodes uh, favorite bro moments or favorite moments in general absolutely absolutely uh, we'd love to hear them so let's jump into episode nine yeah so a brief overview there's this awesome scene between Altra- alfred and utrid alfred okay. actually yes this is again great one of my favorite scenes from the whole series of the last kingdom the, the kingdom has to sort of adapt to and plan for after Alfred's death. Um, and unfortunately, we also get another big death from uh, 
our, our one of our TLK faves, man. One of our TLK faves. Well, but big broad yeah. strokes there. Let's jump into it. We just yeah, saw yeah. Ghost Alfred just come into focus, right? And uh, this is like we just like I just said briefly. Like this is one of the best scenes from The Last Kingdom ever. This is one of the yeah. best scenes from any television thing I've ever seen, any movie I've ever seen. Oh, like, yeah, I mean, David Dawson, let's just, first of all, it was the show just riddled with fantastic actors. David Dawson has kind of, in my eyes, kind of led the charge of, I don't know, his presence in the show is just, to me, it's unmatched by anybody, you know? Um, yeah. we'd, well, we'd love to have him on the podcast. If we could, if we could get David Dawson on the podcast, that'd be fantastic. Absolutely. Hope for that. And also, though, too, I mean, Adre, Alexander Draymond. I mean, he, he I think he a lot of people, um, yeah, I think a lot of people just think of him as the Dane Slayer, basically, as, as the role in the show. They're like, oh, he's the hot guy that, who's good at fighting and writing and shit. But I mean, like, him in this scene with Alfred. And pretty much, I mean, any other scene he does too that's emotional is always is always great. But I mean, the the back and forth they have with this is is so good. And this is another scene too that I think is even better than the books. Uh, oh this, yeah, yeah, this yeah. Between Alfred and Uhtred, mm-hmm. there's sort of reconciliation. And I mean, there's a lot more that goes into the scene too than what was in the book. Because I mean, I mean they they address stuff back from season one. You know, yes. this this relationship has been so back and forth, back and forth. Um, and so unjust at times, you know, but you can on a second watch there. I mean, I've said this a bunch of times when I first watched it, when we were first watching it, anyone who ever posed Utrecht or was talking smack on Utrecht or scheming against him, I was, I was like, that's a bitch right there. That, right, right, that right. person is a bitch and <laughs> like Utrecht, but you can, you can always see a little bit where they're coming from, right? Like anytime Utrecht has helped out there is some other thing he's looking for he's looking for connections for bevenbar he's looking to help get an army so he can get skade to end his curse he's looking for you know so he always does have something that he wants i think he does care about wessex i've said this before i i genuinely do and we see at the end of this season he 100 percent does I can also see Alfred then. I can also see his right. perspective going into this. Yeah, and that's something you don't get from the books, by the way. No. You don't get Alfred's perspective. That's one thing I love about the show is you can kind of understand, like, if you're totally in Alfred's shoes, you might very well do all the same things that he did, even though it seems unfair to Uhtred. It was smart. Like, everything he did was smart and for a reason. He, I yeah. don't think he did anything to Uhtred, like, totally out of spite. No, I mean, it, but there has been a lot of wrong moves on on Alfred's part. I, I mean, mm. or at least moves where you're not being the best towards Uhtred. I mean, he forced him into yeah. servitude back in season two when he's like, hey, yeah. if you don't join me, I'm going to have Ragnar killed, you know, unless you swear loyalty to me. Um, and then Uhtred, who did honor that and swore to him, then Alfred realizing when he was going to die back at you know, the beginning of this season was like, well, I want you to swear to Edward. His wife dies. Uhtred's wife just died. He buries her. He has to dig her up to give her uh, a nice pagan funeral, you know. Right. And uh, Brother Godwin starts t- yeah. talking that shit. Uhtred smacks him to death. <laughs> By the way, one of the best things ever happened in anything. Smacking yeah. someone to death. Yep. One slap. And then he he uses that moment then where Utrecht 
didn't intentionally try to kill this guy. There's a bunch of witnesses seeing that this guy was trying to get Uhtred's goat. And then he's like, well, if you don't swear loyalty to Edward, I'm going to have you killed. And Uhtred is just like, haven't I done enough for you, man? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's when he pulled the knife on him and it, it's all went twisted sideways. So there's a, there's a lot going into this. And obviously, Alfred was in the wrong with that. Like, he went too far. He went too far. We all knew it. Yeah. And you can see his motivation. Yeah. Could see his motivation because he's like, oh, here's an opportunity maybe I can use to ensure my son is protected until he's crowned king. And Neutra's the best. But, obviously, yeah. you want him. That's the guy you want. Of course. But of course, it was it was not the right way to do it. It was not right. the right way. There might have been a, yeah, a, a better way that Uhtred actually may have agreed to. Exactly. So there's the whole outlaw thing. There's a the thing that Alfred wants him. There's a the thing that Uhtred does respect Alfred. Uh, it's it's so great because Alfred Alfred's like, everyone will say Uhtred is uh, a heathen, godless, a warrior, loyal. So, yeah. And yeah. like and he like turns yeah. it into some compliments and you're like he's oh, like no one will ever say it yeah exactly and then never speak of Uhtred the warrior and, and then Uhtred's like yeah like oh am i in this chronicle or something and then alfred's like no you're, you're definitely not <laughs> and then that's when another great freaking line happens oh my god it will not be written that alfred stood on the on Uhtred's shoulders but i know it to be true oh my Oh my God! It's like, damn. When I when he said that, because it seemed like he was like he was just roasting him at first. Yeah, it seemed he was like, like right back and like it won't be written that you were, you know, heathen, that you were loyal, that you were, you know, yeah. And then he comes with that line, and then Uhtred's like, damn, like what? And then yeah. Alfred starts coming at him with a sword, like as feebly as he can with these two hands. And again, you're like, what the hell? Like, is he gonna kill? Yeah, him like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's he? Is he going to try and cover this up, or what's <laughs> like so no one yeah, knows? Yeah. And uh, he's like, "I could kill you now." And Uhtred's like, "You definitely couldn't." And first of all, the way Alfred is holding that sword and looking like he couldn't even pierce Uhtred's thick ass skin with those weak ass arms <laughs> right now. He was so weak. But then Uhtred's like, "We are bound, you and I." Yeah. I mean, damn. He's just they he's like bound. the same as I couldn't kill you. Like, there's no way yeah. I can kill you. I love you and respect you, know, and, you too much. Yeah, and Alfred's like, I need to sit down, pour me some ale, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, so they they sit down, they have a drink together, and they're just chit chatting, and just so much so much great stuff is said. You know, he even admits, like, you know, you you even killed a man in in the palace here, and he's like, and I you know I admit there was some you know provocation. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's always those little moments where Alfred like kind of slips back into his old ways where he's like, You did this yeah. wrong, and then he's like, But here's the nuance right. to the situation. Right, right, right. And so you're just yeah. like every time it just gets you like, Oh yes. Like these are all the things you wanted him to say since season one, right? Like since season one. Yes. You wanted him to, exactly. to acknowledge his stuff. To acknowledge it. Just the acknowledgement. And I think it meant the world to Utrecht too, you know? Yeah. And that's why that. That's what I'm saying. That's why it's such a great scene because like they're both getting teary eyed, just looking at each other, just like having this talk that they've they've probably had like this conversation in their heads for yeah. years, right? These characters. So like now they're finally hashing it out. And it took him going to the basically he's gonna die here, you know. And this is why there's happening. so much respect for each other. I mean, they've had so many differences in their lives, but there's so much respect for one another. 
you know. Mm. And he oh, and another big thing is he brings up, you know, he'll I'll always remember when I handed you my baby boy. Oh yeah, Edward and Edward, and he says, um, and Esalt, and Uther's like, you remember her, and and Alfred says always. Yeah, and that you guy just, too. Because you could just see that meant so much to Uhtred too, like on his face. Yeah, <laughs> even though, even though they used pagan rituals to save Edward, you know, which is totally against what Alfred believes in, you know. <laughs> yeah, but so um, to say he always remembered Esau was so that that got me too. Yeah, that was. It gave me great. goosebumps when he said it. Oh my god, yeah. there's so many goosebumps, tearjerker moments here. Um, also, to just. Ellsworth does slip in at one point uh, and see right. that Uhtred's there and she's pissed. And, yeah, yeah. and Alfred's like, you may leave us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Classic. And, Classic. Uh, and she's just like, hey, get all the guards ready. Like, I'm yeah, not she goes to stay up. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm not letting this guy out. That doesn't really play into anything here. I mean, it, it yeah. Be- ends up another great moment that happens. Probably just puts the cap on everything here. Yeah. Well, well, Alfred had, you know, writ was writing something and he wrote a letter of pardon for Uhtred because Uhtred was like, well, I'm an outlaw. And he's like, no longer. Boom. Pardoned Uhtred. Boom. Slams it down. And he's yeah. like, he asked him, can you at least stay here until Edward is crowned king? And, and he's like, like, I don't need an answer. He's like, I don't need an answer. He's like, I just needed to ask. I yeah. just need to ask, which was awesome. Yeah. And then you know, Uhtred's like, is this pardon then conditional on me staying? Right. And he's like, no, this is you are pardoned. You are free. You're pardoned, which was awesome because everything has been conditional. Everything's been conditional. It's just so good. And then he raises a toast for Uhtred too. And it's just, oh my God, it's so good. It's just. The, he says, he says to the true Lord of Babenberg. Yes. That's that my awesome. bro moment right there, by the way. That's that's it. That's Obviously. it. It's gotta be, right? If if it's not my favorite moment, it's my bro moment. This is yeah. It's it's such a cross up here. Uh it could be either one. I'm gonna stick it under my best bro moment just so I can give my favorite <laughs> moment to something else. That's also freaking awesome. Yeah, I, I gotta agree. I gotta probably agree with that. It was it's if that wasn't the case, this would be my favorite moment, my favorite scene. This was so well done. I love that they took their time with this, that they 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 just killed it. And it like I said, it's the book was good. I, I thought what happened between them was good. This was just yeah. fucking awesome though. <laughs> I don't was, think what happened in the book was very cinematic. It wasn't very cinematic. I don't think it would have played well on the screen. No. Yeah, what they did in the show was fantastic. Well, I don't think Utrecht is a great storyteller either, though. You know what I mean? Like I because Utrecht is telling the story in there. So Right. It it could have been thematic, but Usha's just like, well, yeah, and then, then this happened. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so that's awesome. You see him actually like out later than uh just sitting with Hild, another great moment between the two of them. Uh, I just love yeah, Hild. That was Hild a great babe. moment. And he tells her the line again, you know. <laughs> have I ever told too you too good a woman for yeah. For have I ever told you you're too good too a woman good. for God alone? Yeah, she's like ah, once or twice. It's just so. Good. Yeah, I mean, and then like Ellsworth walks by and and he like holds up Hild's hand and he's like, "Ah, she's got me in shackles. Don't worry." 
And Mills was like, you better wash that hand. Yeah. Oh. Oh. It's pretty awesome. By the way, they cut over to, um, you know, the Dane camp at some point here, too. Yeah. I think Brita had confronted Canute. Like, did you hear? People are saying that Ethelwald killed Ragnar. Yeah. And at first, Canute was like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's it's, it's funny how the, it, it gets, like, progressively more that he, he knows more. You know what I mean? Like, it starts yeah. out, he's like, I don't know anything. And she's like, yeah. did he? And he's like, and then like later on, she asks again. I think it may be early the next episode. Well, she think, asks him again. And I think it's all he's like, night. yeah. Well, he doesn't let on. He's just like, well, it was in the next episode. He does. Like oh, he they're does? riding on horses later. And, and he's like, uh, he's like, yes, it was Ethelwald. But in this one, he doesn't, this episode, he doesn't really let on. Yeah. 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 They're, they're all trying to get, stay ready for battle. And like, they have all these warriors all together all the time. And uh, this is like the first moment too. I mean, I I end up liking Canute yeah. more uh, later on, but th- most of the season though he's been like kind of a Canute, right? If you just yeah, he's just been shit talking Utrecht. Switch switch a couple letters. He's been like pulling the strings with uh, Ethelwald and stuff, but yeah, we haven't seen you know the true Viking warrior, Canute that. the Beast. Yeah, uh, as Magnus talks about Beast mode. <laughs> yeah, and, Beast and mode, baby. Two talks with him. Um, yeah, great talks. Check him out. Yeah, both. He, uh, he's, they're like, they're trying to tell Canute, like, hey, let's get these men to stop fighting in this giant mosh pit that's going on here. And Canute's like, no, like, yeah, they is... need to stay ready. Like, yeah. I don't know. People are getting injured. And he's like, no, they need to stay ready for battle. I can feel it in my balls. <laughs> yeah. And he just goes in and starts throwing haymakers. And he's like beating everybody up. <laughs> of course, what are the rules in that? Like, can you can you punch the chief? Can you That's what I was like. Chief? They're all probably like, oh, okay. Oh, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if like uh Joe Biden did that or something to the Secret <laughs> Service guys. They'd have <laughs> like, to drop, right? They'd have to drop. Like they'd have like, to let oh, him hit him. You got me, sir. You got me. <laughs> You can't punch him. <laughs> no, but uh, he goes beast mode. Canute. It's like, okay, Canute, maybe he's got some physicality to him here. Okay. No. And then we cut back to Winchester and Tara's like walking home. Yeah. And one of the guys that hang is hanging out with Ethelwald and his posse, his name's Tiedman, just like starts like being mean to her. Yeah, just, just harasses like, her. He's she like, like uh, you're a back Dane. from the market with her stuff. She's on her way home. She's been living in Winchester. She's married to Bayaka, you know. But again, like you mentioned, the tensions are high uh, because of the Danes. So he's like, and everyone's afraid Dane. of what's going to happen after Alfred dies. Like, yeah, and he's like, isn't that what you are, a Dane? You know, he's such a dick. And so anyway, she goes by. She goes home, and she and... handles it well, though. She's like, I just want peace. She like tries to skirt yeah. around him. Aethelwald is actually the one he's like, leave her alone. Um, but yeah, then he yeah, tells yeah. him, he's like, if you want to yeah. harass her, just don't get caught. Like, I'm cool with yeah, it don't otherwise. Do it in public, don't do it in front of everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So you think Aethelwald's being cool, but no, he's, he's he doesn't he's care still about a dick. Yeah. And then she actually okay. goes home and she's actually pretty like shaken up. Um, yes. from this. I mean, if you've ever thought about like a time you've had like conflict with someone, and even if you like handled it well then, like you get home and you're just like you're just still in that like fight or flight mode trying to come yeah. down from. And she's like, Tura is like the most nice lady ever. Right. I know. And uh, 
so Hill goes over, comforts her, because then. Well, they're having like a little powwow. The boys, yeah. I think they're playing Monopoly or something. I know, like yeah. all my favorite people. I'm like, I want to get in on that it's game of Monopoly. I want to be on that table. What are you guys doing? I don't even yeah. like Monopoly, and I'll play Monopoly with you guys. <laughs> no, but they're chit chatting politics and stuff, and you know what's going to happen. But they're, you know, all the good, all the boys are around the table and Hild and stuff. And yeah, she comes in, she's in the corner, and you're right, Hild is the one who recognizes that she's upset. She the goes Bianca, over and then hubby is just like but then everybody like heads over to her after like they see she's upset like fanning gets up and Bianca, yeah. of course and like they're like what's wrong like they all care about each other so much it's so cool. i know i know i love it these are the real friends you know the friends I you've know. seen you know that's a good it's a it's a good comedy show but um these are the friends these are the friends yeah. i would watch yeah <laughs> 10 12 seasons of yeah <laughs> 14 99 like yes Bianca is like i'm gonna go speak to this team and then and ucha's like we better go Love with it. you and he is on a war path i mean he goes to the area where she got harassed and he's like is any of you people here teedman Aethelwald comes Aethelwald out. steps out yeah he's like no no there's no teedman around here <laughs> and then uh, uh I, you, I knew you would be involved in this somehow he's like, like and then of course you're Tiedman getting touched out and he's yeah, like, yeah, this, is a, this is a place for all people, is what he says. Like, this is a kingdom for all people here. And uh, Tiedman like, stands up and he's like, I'm Tiedman. Like, yeah. Well, what gets him to stand up is Bianca's like, or any of you coward, is any of you a coward named Tiedman? And then he's like, I'm not a coward. And yeah, I'm not that's a what coward. Makes him stand up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much like, you know, you better stay clear of my wife, you know. And he's like, what? I just called her Dane. Is that not what she is? Yeah. He's like, he's, I think uh, Tiedman's like, uh, are you speaking to me as as a priest or as a man? You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. basically saying like, we, if you're gonna keep insulting me, like I'll fight you. Then, like, uh, the only reason you're safe is because you're a priest from my my deadly wrath, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, what is Bayaka even gonna say back to that? <laughs> Headbutt, baby. Oh man. <laughs> And and what makes this great? I mean, the headbutt is fantastic headbutt, and it's so like unexpected. Oh my god! Um, and what's fantastic about it is it shows like a real clip, uh, like quick clip of like Uhtred, Finnan, and Citric, and Uhtred's like, oh, back to the boys. He's like, you just see that? Like like the background of like one of those like burn like gifs where like yeah. the guy drops the line, and the rest <laughs> of the people are like, oh, like that was Uhtred. Edwin again, like, oh, shit. and then they like go and get in front of Bayaka. They like then run and like pull him back and stuff. And he's like, I'm calm. I'm calm. <gasps> Wham! <laughs> he like goes and lands a haymaker and they have to pull him back. It is awesome. That was awesome. Just an unbelievable moment from Ian Hart there. He, he wasn't even supposed to hit that actor. Like, <laughs> they just, yeah, they that just was kept just... the cameras rolling, you know? That yeah, was exactly. <laughs> But there's so many things make that scene great. I mean, Ian Hart's performance and the satisfaction that this jerk just got oh, beat up from God, what a dick. Um, picking on Tara, right? And we and, all know a guy like that, too. Like, when you confront them about what they were doing, he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, uh, yeah. it, was, it was just a game. I didn't do anything wrong. And he's, I think and, he says, like, I just called her a Dane. Is that not what she is? You know? Yeah. And Bianca's just like, she is like, like he's like, did you not understand me, you dumb ass? Like I'm not. Yeah, he's I'm like, not trying to word yeah. debate you. I'm just saying, stay away from my wife. I'm saying, stay away from my wife. Period. That's it. End of discussion. Yeah, he says something like, you don't seem like. What did he say? 
You don't seem like a smart type or, or something, something like, like that. that. That's not what he said, but it was like something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was so fantastic. And he goes to Ethelwald. He's like, you know, you're the one here stirring things up. You're the, the words you're spewing, you're getting people riled up here. And, and yeah. Ethelwald is trying to cause divisiveness. Yeah. He wants people to be against Edward, to have, to stop trusting the, the, the power here so that they all want to rile behind him. Exactly. Bianca leaves. Uh, Uhtred's about to leave and then uh, Aethelwald's like hey come in let's talk let's uh, scheme a little bit then here and, and Uhtred almost leaves but he goes in and they, they have like a brief discussion where Uhtred then is like they're like basically Sigurdbreed is just like whose side are you on here Uhtred and Uhtred yeah. is not letting on it's because the whole time you're thinking that's another thing you talked with Hild earlier was like I feel yeah, like I don't yeah. have a purpose I don't like who am I with the, the Danes don't want me uh Aylesworth and the rest of the Saxons here, the priests, they don't want me. So who am I supposed to fight for? I'm not even an outlaw. And here again, they're like, whose side are you on? I think that's the catalyst for him to, de- to decide then, like, I have to be on someone's side. Right. Uh, because then later, uh, Alfred's on his deathbed and Uhtred comes in uh, and he's just like, I will stay until Edward is king. It, it's, I think that was the, the moment alfred was waiting for before he left you know what i mean he had said to utrecht earlier like i should have died back when their first meeting at the the beginning of this episode i should have died like so long ago but i think the only thing i was staying here for was so that this meeting could happen right but i think this was the moment then that he was waiting for was for utrecht to come in and promise uh, because then he sort of fades out again and then Ellsworth is just there, just like scheming about like how can we kill Uhtred? Like what 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 way are we gonna do it? Can you just yeah, yeah, tell yeah. me real quick? Like it's okay, and uh, and then he just sort of fades out. And uh, this I was kind of sad about that. This was like oh his God. last moments with his wife. You know what I mean? Again, again, John Loon and I, Ava were. Um... Actually, maybe just John Loon with this one. I think it's just John Loon here, but I don't, you know, I don't think Avor. Ivor's in the Ivor's like just like Ivor. chomping at the gates here. He's like, I want in on this one. Like, a, it's like it's a such an amazing horse. moment. <laughs> just like really cool music starts playing, and it uh, starts swelling, getting more intense. And Alfred is reaching for his wife. You know, her hand was there a minute ago. He wants to be holding on to her hand. Mm. She's just bitching about Uhtred over at the other thing, and he's just like he says my england yeah he dies and it's just i just got goosebumps right now I just got goosebumps. by the way we love eliza we love her but Ellsworth right here is being a bitch i mean just like your husband is dying like i i can see her point of view here you know she's worried about her son she's worried about the possibility of utred and his selfishness and he kicked her husband right in his gut right. when he has this this deathly bout is i can see where she's coming from but in this moment like right. you've just got to be there for for your other person here and she turns around and i think she regrets it i think Ellsworth did regret that because she realized you know this was his moment i missed his last moment yeah because i was so caught up in all this yeah um, she even uh sends for Bioc- father bianca he comes in and oh he's, cool moment here too cool moment. but he, he even says to her then like at least you're with him here in his final moments and she, like yeah. i think she was <laughs> kind of like, like <laughs> I was kind yeah. of over there just like complaining the whole time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but when she leaves, then it's just a great moment with Bianca and Alfred then. Oh, know? yeah. Bianca like kisses him on the head. And 
God's king, you know, for him. And he's like, I, I can't wait to see you again. And, so and I he, loved you. Like, uh, you got to remember, too, like his home was Bevenberg, too, with Uhtred. And the reason yeah, he, yeah. he left was because of Elfrich and what he thought was wrong there happening. But then, you know, he found Alfred and that was like his person then. His life. Yeah. After yeah. that. So that was like, so that was just another great moment. Uh, Absolutely. I'd say the only thing I wish would have happened was that I think they could have put another cap on was Osforth. Right. Like they do in the book. Like they do in the book. Right. Again, not to talk too much about the book again, but that was, that was one little thing. I was just like, after I read the book, I didn't think about it until I read the book. Exactly. Yeah. I didn't think about it until after, but there are, if you watch this show though, there are a little, lot of little moments where like when Alfred looks at Uhtred, when he comes back in, to ask for the army the first time in Mercia when uh, when Alfred wasn't going to be at the approximation to the Witten. He shows up and he looks at his gaze kind of falls on Osforth really quick, his bastard son. And there's kind of like a weird look there, you know, like yeah. a weird acknowledgement sort of like kind of thing. And then, yeah. And there's another moment too where Edward comes over and talks to Uhtred, like I'll here, I'll help you out sort of thing. And then Osforth gets up and leaves because right. Edward had sat down. He's jealous about that's like the rightful son then. You know what I mean? So, Right, right, right. I would have liked to have seen a little bit more Osforth, yeah, Alfred stuff nice before he left. There. Yeah, yeah. It we'll been... talk more about the differences with Al- Al- Osforth in the books and the show in our book talks. Yeah. When we get there. But yeah, I agree with you. That's one little thing. You. Just I didn't think about that when I watched it, though. I didn't right. think about it. Right. So anywho, though, Alfred's dead. The Danes are partying now. Like, yeah. For real this time, he's dead. Because they <laughs> thought he was dead before. So and, um, I didn't just I see like, it on Facebook this time. Like, <laughs> yeah, like um, I think Knut's like, uh, do we know for sure this time? <laughs> and I think Dagfin is like, Heston's like, Dagfin, tell him. And I was like, Dagfin, the fact checker here. Dagfin, uh, fact checker. Yeah, yeah. But he's like, even the priests are saying it. He's saying, you know, like, so they're ready. This is them. Then they're, they're going to get on their move to go take Wessex. Ellsworth starts like cleaning house, like immediately. She's just like, she sees Bianca's loyal to Uhtred. He's got this Dane wife, even though he's pious, like that shit ain't enough for her. She's just like, yeah. so after the funeral, you can that shit slightly, that shit slightly ain't Christian. That shit slightly, <laughs> just slightly ain't Christian. Shit, like ninety eight percent Christian, and then she also tries to rescind the pardon of Uhtred. Yes, which Bayaka is like, I would not do that. That's like your your husband's like dying action was to yes. pardon him. Like that's not a good idea. Yeah. So they do have the funeral. Bayaka is a part of it. Bayaka even warns Uhtred. He's like, you should leave because um, she's she wants she's going to arrest you. She rescinded the pardon, and Uhtred is basically like. I told Alfred I'd stay. Even even if they did that, I have to stay. Yeah. What a man. Wow, Uhtred is such an awesome freaking dude. And it's uh. it's funny too because I, th- I think it was either this one or the next one where they're like, it seemed like Alfred was making trying to have you make a simple promise for just staying in town, but it turns out this was going to be a big task, right? And yeah. They, and Uhtred's just like, the bastard thinks, you know, and that's what Leofrich yeah you know said to him back in season one right um so he ends up they they go to the funeral then owlswith actually does have siapa take utrid away lock him up in prison uh 
Finn and Finn and Doug to a quick little bro moment tries to like he's like, hey, Siapa, what's going on? Like tries to stop him. Yeah. They pin him to the wall though. They're and they take him to prison. Uchard's like, listen, just stop. You know. Yeah. He just let goes me go. And... and Tura cannot catch a freaking break. Of she's course, at the, the funeral, the guy she stands in front of at the funeral here happens to be freaking Teedman. You know, sawdust. He seeks head. her out even maybe. I don't he know. Maybe like, suck but... her out. But so he ends up harassing her, just like shoving her in the back this whole time. Uh, so she ends up leaving. Like, I was just thinking in my head, why don't you go over to Citric or something? But, I mean, she's probably just worked up, right? She's worked up. She couldn't think. So she just wanted to get out of there. It was it's scary for her. She should have been should have just went over and be like, hey, dangerous warriors who love me. This this impotent dude here is picking on me. Can you just fuck him up I real know. quick? Uh, and I wish Bayaka's not there because he was he's basically like, he's the with like you can. Yeah, you can lead the ceremony. But you after that, you're done. You know, you're fired. Yeah, you're fired. But Tara is running home, fast walking home. And Tiedman is like. To the only two people in town. Everybody you know, else at that funeral. Those tickets sold out like that for that <laughs> funeral. Oh my god. I mean, it's the death of a king, you know. That is death of king. These times must have been it's just huge. That was some shit to do. So anyway, throwing apples at her. He's like chasing her down. She runs in, she bars the door. He's like knocking on it and he's like threatening her now. She goes and she has her little hidey hole because he ends up breaking in. And he's looking around and he's like, I don't know. She's not here. I guess she ain't here. And she just like gasps for a second or like takes a breath real quick. Yeah. And he, and he heard her figures out where she is. So he like crouches on over her. I think he like starts a fire. He like grabs it. He like started a fire. Maybe at this yeah, point. He, yeah. Well, he like grabs something to start the fire and he just throws it on the floor right next to the hidey hole he like crouches down next to her you know getting real close and creepy and then she ends up she stabs him she kills him and you're just like oh thank god she killed him but then except he's right he's a pretty freaking big dude his his head is just so full of rocks weighing it down here <laughs> she can't move oh, that's off. what i think that's what bayaka said I, you don't you don't seem like the cleverest of men <laughs> yeah and it's it's funny too. Even Aethelwald kind of burns him. Like when he first told him to go away, he's like, yeah. uh, he's like, your head is empty or something, or or it's useless. Yeah, his head, or, yeah, his head is, and he's like, yeah. it's it's no, it's not. It's useful or something. He's like, yeah, it'd be useful for a bucket because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. how empty it is. Speaking of burn, <laughs> speaking of burns, oh, oh. I like that joke. I'm sorry, everybody. I know this is a part that Last Kingdom fans hate we hate this. i don't like it e- i really don't like this either it's tragic tura cannot push the door open because tiedman is on it and her house is burning and that's pretty much where the episode ends she's stuck there burns and uh i think it, she doesn't technically die till the next one but she dies we'll talk about how she dies in a second it just sucks because i've when we were watching this, you know, when the seasons came out, I think there might have been a year or two between seasons two and three. Uh, but for us, this was like all right. within the, the span of a month when we were binging it on Netflix <laughs> oh back my God, in yeah. 2018, I think. So, like, I had just felt like we had just won Dunholm. Uh, I know. And I got Tora. You know what I mean? And I felt like that was like one of the big things, you know, on Uhtred's, you know, checklist, how I was talking about. 
for things to do was to get back Chora. I mean, that was back from the first episode of season one. And then for her to die, man, that was just like when I first saw this, I was just like, oh my God, he freaking like this season is like just killing off everyone I love. And because uh, Ragnar, Ragnar died, Chora and, and Alfred, Gisla. Gisla died in like one of the first episodes. Oh my God. So, like, when I first saw this season, it was so dark and all these twists and turns and stuff. I was just, I don't want to say, I definitely didn't hate it. I still ended up by by the end. I was like, I love this this season. At the time, I was just like, like, like what are they doing right now? I just feel like the more I watch it, the more I realize that this, I think this is my favorite season. Yeah. It's just so amazing. Yeah. I mean, I mean we'll, we'll talk more about it some other time, but I mean, this one, this one is so good. You know, after rewatching it and stuff, there's so many great things. Like I said, uh, last yeah. season from Stephen Butchard too coming in. Uh, this is probably the most cinematic, I think. Definitely. Uh, I just, I love the, I do like the dark tone and the winter and everything. It all just works so well yeah. with what goes on. But at the time, I just hated this. I was like, Tara, the most perfect Not lady Tara. ever. It seems so unnecessary, right? Yeah. <sighs> That's that's the end of episode nine. Then, what's your best bro moment, then, Colby? Best bro moment. I, I got to agree with what you said earlier. It's got to be the Alfred and Uhtred moment, and you know the pardon. Yes, the, the cheers is probably it. Just that whole scene to me is it's got to be because th these guys were like they're bound since episode two. They've been bound. Yeah. So it, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, and and to put a kind of a cap on. David Dawson's performance, Uhtred, oh. Alfred, bro talk. Awesome. Same. That's the same. Like I said, that, that would have been my favorite moment. I don't think there's anything that even close as far as a bro moment goes that even comes close to that. So it, like it had to take that. Yeah. And uh, there's also another great moment. What's, what's your favorite moment then? What's your favorite it's scene? It's probably going to be the same same as you, I'm assuming. Yeah. But it's definitely when Bayaka went out and confronted Tiedman. The headbutt is that what yours is? That's mine. That's mine. Uh, it's got to be because I mean, he just headbutts him, be. then then he gets up again, knocks him out again. Like you said, the reaction with Utrecht and gang, oh, like man. oh shit, what an <laughs> awesome moment. That was so great. Yeah, it was so great. That's episode, episode nine. nine, last One episode more. of season three, episode ten. Yep, this one starts with. You know, the funeral is ending. They, they find out about the fire. People are trying to put the fire out. And it's already, like, raging at this point. Like, there's already, like, no sense in going in the building because, like, it's, like, it's bad. Yeah, and you just see them, so, like, throwing buckets on there. And, like, this thing is just enormous. <laughs> just, like, what's a bucket going to do? Yeah. So, like, that thing is missed by the time it gets there. I think I we talked to, when we talked to, to Arnis who was, you know, when they filmed that, I think they had, a, I think he said it was a real fire or him or Mark. One of them said like, it was so hot, like being so close to it, I think. Yeah, I bet. I don't know if it was that building, but I think they did have some sort of real fire going on, but it's crazy. Oh man. And and it's just, your heart is burning inside because Tura is stuck there. And Bayaka had, was having some kind of confrontation with Aylesworth again, where she's about to be mean to him again. And purely comes in and is like, ah, oh, you're going to be needed right now. You know, your house is on fire and Bayakov runs up. This is not happening. This is not happening. No. And he is distraught. He is. I can't, you know, how can you blame him? He knows his wife is in there. Yeah. You know, 
and he's like, I'm here, Tara, I'm here. Oh my you know? God. Yeah. They're, they're holding him back. Was, and he's just like, I'm here. Like, just like comfort her. You know what I mean? God damn. And it's at that moment, brutal. they show Tara in the, in the hole and she takes the knife, the dagger out of Tiedman. And she, she does what her own, basically what her father had done to her mother, but she kills herself. Hmm remember when they were burning there's a little bit i guess of poetic uh justice to it because that's kind of the same way her family burned ironic and so she it's a little irony there and so she kills herself and i guess that's better than burning to death right and it's more honorable for their religion too yeah yeah and she even even mentioned earlier like why doesn't alfred just kill himself then if he does if he suffers oh yeah she mentions that earlier it's just funny because she's like that's what a dane would do if like yeah, sword if it was dane like would a do hindrance that. and if that was like a hindrance it's such a big cultural was, was, difference like the saxons yeah. and the christians is like well if you kill yourself you can't get to heaven then right so yeah but the way she looked at it is like well all these problems are are being caused because alfred's about to die Hmm. and uh, why doesn't he just kill himself and get it over with and you know no there's no more unrest so yeah Makes some other her. foreshadowing i guess there too she she goes out a dane way uh i again i hated that it happened to her it's awesome she was able to control some of it you know what i mean and uh ian hart yeah. everyone else just oh my god just making me feel terrible things um, and then seeing him sit why there do they have too, to be such good actors i know Ugh. Oh my and God, then Ian. when it's all said and done, you know, it's over, the fire is done, the house is burnt down, mm. Hild is there comforting Bayaka first. Finnan comes over and he's like, come on, let's, you know, maybe and, glass and, of ale, bud. Like, yeah, glass of ale, like just trying to be a bro to Bayaka any way you can. He's like, when everything's cooled down, he's like, I will go get her body. And Bayaka's like, no, 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 she's my wife. Oh my and Finnan doesn't argue with that. He's like, you're right. He's like, I'll help you then. Yeah. Or we'll help you then. That will help you then. It's just, and like you said, Finn coming in is a bro there. But then Bjork is like, one man just didn't do this. This is a result of like this, all this, this hate going on through town. He's, and yeah, yeah. Like this is, a, this, this wasn't just one idiot or it was, just wasn't an accident or, or something, something along those lines. Yeah. Um. So we cut then to Ethelwald. Ethelred is also there with Alhelm, right. Sickerbreet. Ethelred, who has been basically an extension of Wessex ruling Mercia, right, uh, wants to not necessarily because he wanted to be. No, I think he he wants to be his own king. Yeah, that's why king. he's there in discussion with Ethelwald because he's then considering after Alfred's been killed here that he's going to announce yeah. Mercia is its own kingdom. He's king, and and that's another thing we've kind of glanced over the last couple of episodes is that. Ethelred had had ordered um, Aldhelm to you know call for men because we need more men if I'm going to pronounce myself king. Yeah, I need some Aldhelm, and Aldhelm is like fully converted to being loyal to Ethelflaed and not Ethelred, and he's like still Ethelred's man, and he just won't do it. And the first time Ethelred is like, you know, I've noticed you make it, you're making a habit of this, of you know, disobeying me. Like I know you have eyes for my wife, you know. He goes to his room one time and he's like, you know, I still haven't done it. He goes tattles on himself. <laughs> I know. Why is he doing that? He's like, by the way, by the way, Lord, I, I didn't do that thing. <laughs> and I, he's always been for Mercia. Outhelm, though, he's always Aldhelm. been for Mercia. Definitely. I don't. I I can't tell. Like what you said, he definitely loves Ethelfled. 
I, I think though part of it though is too in his head he's like we need those oh, men yeah. in Mercia to protect Mercia in case Danes go there right. like why don't we don't need to be wasting right. as many men trying as to tell that to Ethelred yeah right. and Ethelred has been discrediting him every time and uh you know he's every Beth in Mercia as you know as we, we talked to James Northcote yeah, yeah, yeah. um but anyway, so Coat, yeah. they're all there, though. So you can read them. And like anytime there's like a political scene going on, conspiring scene, it's normally just that, right? It's normally just this political scene where they're talking about evil doings and things like that. And they're cutting back and forth. They're scheming. Uh, Althelm's like, what makes you think like we're going to lose to the Danes? You know, like we don't have to team up with them. We might win. And they're, they're going back and forth. Eighth world's like, we need to team up with the Danes. Come on, let's team up with the Danes. It'll be so cool. It'll be so fun. Then uh, all of a sudden, and... just this wide shot, right? And Bianca just comes scrolling in. <laughs> with an axe. And he just slams it on the table. The boards go like flying up. Listen to our talk with Harry uh, McIntyre. He has a funny story about about how he had to be careful which side of the table he was sitting on with the prosthetic eye because That's the boards right, flew up. Bayaka has had it, and he's pretty much calling out Ethelwald here. You know, he's like, "I know you were behind this, and if not directly, you know. the words and the bile yeah. you spill." Yes, um, it's such a great moment because, like I said, like normally the scheming scenes are scheming scenes. There's political things, and then there's action yeah, yeah. stuff, right? But then, like, we've got this scheming scene that all of a sudden <sighs> whap <laughs> just, <laughs> Boom. just introducing myself that's amazing. all i'm doing yep i'm here just introducing myself that was awesome but you know, I, and yeah. ethelwald is like you need to settle down i think ethelred is the one that orders him like you need to leave now yeah he's like i'll forgive it this one time they go to a scene with um utrid is down in the prison and I think Ethel fled came in at first, mm-hmm. you know, like saying, I don't know, like why this is happening. And basically what happens is Bayaka comes in. Right. And he's looking really distraught and Uhtred is like, what's wrong. And Bayaka is going off. Like you need to stand for everything that Alfred built and like, and everything you helped build, you need to stand for it now more than ever. Um, and Uhtred's like, there's a change in you. And Bayaka finally is like, Terra is with God now, or the gods. With to me was a truly powerful line from Bayaka, this devout Christian, to say, to admit that, you know, it, I think it's a comfort to him and he knows to her that maybe she's with her gods, even though yeah, he really only believes in one God. It shows how much so he that loved. was a huge kind of thing for him to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's such um, an emotional. And obviously, that's Uhtred's half sister. I mean, that's Uhtred's, you know. And he, that's pretty much Uhtred's sister, sister to him. right? So, like, they're not blood, but it's that's a sister to him. That's sister. Right. And so, this is him getting the news, too. And, it, and he says, you know, that she died in a fire. And he said, set by good Christian men, no doubt. Ooh. You know, with a kind of a sarcastic, like, stirred some doubt in uh, Bianca, who, who's never been an ironic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or a, a paradox Christian. He's always been, you know, someone who's who is the person who wants to do good. I mean, that the again, what he, makes he was even annoying early in season one. He was he, he was, was a little annoying in season one. If you remember early in season one, it was like, ah, come on, stop with the Christian stuff. Yeah. But uh but 
him and Turta. I mean, him stepping up to Turta when she had the hungry dogs, man. I mean, that's like the pinnacle of like, oh. like showing like what a good dude he is, right? And that he's not. Yeah. He's not. Uh, he's not just saying it. You know, he's he's living it. So, uh, yeah, it's, it means a lot coming from him then when he's saying that line. It's such an awesome moment. He's like, there will be a trial. You know, you will be heard because I think that's what Ethel Flood and Uhtred were talking about. Yeah. You know that, like, I think Ellsworth wanted her to be wanted him to be killed, but she like talked her out of it, and yeah. Um. Basically, Bianca is like, I will stand with you, Uhtred. At you know, you will be heard. They do like a head touch through the bars. The head touch Come moments on. are always just so powerful. I mean, there's there's the iconic shot I think they use like as the thumbnail for uh, like season four now with Uhtred and Ethelfled. But Ethel I mean, there's Fled. so many. Yeah, yeah. Uh, iconic head touches. You know, like it's always just so so emotional. I mean, this was this was just yanking yeah. at me, man. It's my tummy all warm and fuzzy. Tummy all warm and fuzzy. And like we it. said, then they, they do cut then to Ethel Red and Outhelm. Like we told you, uh, again, he's just like, did you not summon my guards still? And Outhelm's like, nope. <laughs> like, like, I could just lie, <laughs> yeah. but like, I don't. And uh, he's like, all right, well, stabby stab. And uh, stab stabby him. stab. And it was this was pretty shocking. This was very shocking. And he basically, he's. He's like, you will not disobey me again. Like, He's like if, if you, you survive live. this, this came. If you live, this came from an alehouse brawl. You know, <laughs> like what if I live? Like you just stabbed me in the, <laughs> the ninth century. Like I'm as good as dead. <laughs> if the wound doesn't kill me, the infection uh, will. I don't know. This is like a little shank. A little shank. A little shank. Like a little, little mercy shank. shank. He does then go to Aethelflaed then later on. Yeah, in uh, her room. Yeah, and he's just like, "Hey, patch me up if you can." Uh, and he basically tells her he loves her. He's like, "You know, I've, I've yeah. come to really care for you." He's, he's kind of dropped some hints, but he it kind of comes clean there. And she's yeah. just like, "Am I like someone else?" She doesn't say it, but like, he's like, "Well, I'm gonna die anyway, so I might as well tell her." And he's like, "You're not gonna die." He's like, "Oops, <laughs> you know that stuff I said about loving you and <laughs> forget it, forget it." <laughs> You know, we we know what happens in season four and everything. And if you've seen the trailer, you, you might know. But uh, we in season three, though, we we have no idea if he lives or dies after this. I mean, it, it seemed like right, right. It was up in the air. Like it could go either way. Then what happens is they let Uhtred out of his cell and they they say, "You need to leave. Uh, like we won't kill you, but you gotta go. You can't come back." And that's sort of the compromise for Ellsworth. You don't get to right. kill him, but you don't have to see him again. Uhtred kind of takes it moment, and I, I think Uhtred at the beginning of the season would have been like, all right, thank God I can leave these freaking pious people, these hypocrites. I'm yeah. finally free, right? Like, he's he's been wanting it out, right, from defending the people who dislike him forever. Yeah. And then he sees Leia Fritch, Leia Frick's, like, ghost, that he, like, yeah. the vision of him in the crowd. And this is, again, one of my favorite yeah. scenes from, again, the, from the whole show. Like uh, I know, Adre carries this scene. I mean, just kills it. Basically, they have like an out in the public sort of Witten going on here. And yeah, goddamn, we love Wittens. Uh, but this oh, is it's, like, it's a public Witten. It's an awesome public Witten. This is like the best Witten ever. Flash, a Flash Witten. Flash Witten. Like a flash mob, a flash dance and stuff. Is a Flash Witten. <laughs> flash Witten. <laughs> Everyone comes out ready to Witten. 
you know, he, he had kind of turned around with the parchment in hand talking like, you know, I did have a pardon mm. to Edward. He's talking to Edward, you know, is your father's dying wish, you know, that I was pardoned. And, and he says a line like, like, obviously, like we had our differences, but it, it was never less than an honor to serve him. He, he goes, it's yeah, like, Oof. it's so good. There, there's a moment where he says, like on the Chronicles, look at that. I'm on every page. And Aylesworth is like, hell no, you're not. Like you're not even mentioned once, she says. He's like, just ask any of the warriors, anyone there. And then all the people there, right? They know Uhtred. Yeah. They know who yeah, the hell yeah, this yeah. guy is. He's got a reputation for days. Yes, he does. And he's like, I'm on every page from the Somerset marches, marches to Ethenden and beyond, man. I'm there every moment. Yeah. And like, Ivar and John Lunar just like chomping at the bit. They're just like, mm, mm, they're just ready to just ready to unleash <laughs> that 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 flash out, yeah. That that or orchestra piano <laughs> music and the and her just vocals, right? They're just ready to go. Yeah, and as soon as I think, as soon as you see like Leia Fritch, I think that's when the music like hits hard there, yeah. uh, like or it starts to build there, and and when Uhtred, he's like he like comes to realization like why he does want to stay and help Wessex. Right. And he's like, right. And it's for Alfred. Right. He, he says, and it's, I think it's even a line from the first book, like the opening of the first book when he's talking about Alfred, it's like, I loved him and I despised him, you know, but yeah. I, I never did anything more than respect him, you know? And it was, a, yeah, it was, like respect, honor it was, to it was never, him. yeah, it was never less than an honor to serve him. Oh my God. I just got chills. I just got chills. Oh, such an amazing moment. Oh my god. And I love too how basically they're asking Edward to make the decision. You know, the decision is yours, Edward, whether I, you know, go or you know, should I stay or should I go? Should I stay or should I go? Now? Should I go? Should if I, go I stay, there will be trouble. <laughs> and if I go, there will, will be, be double. double. Wow, the song is they're so accurate. <laughs> That song actually is very accurate. This, this moment scene actually inspired that song. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, Ethelwald, meanwhile, is like every time they're like, the decision is yours, Edward. Ethelwald's like, no, it's not. <laughs> like, why? <laughs> like, why isn't it mine? Like, I was the son of the king. He says he is just as rightful as heir as I am. And everyone's like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and Edward's like, well, if you were pardoned, why didn't the king announce it? And Uhtred again looks at Leia Fritch and Ivar and John and Luna just like, should we let it go a little bit more? And, and Uhtred's like, the bastard thinks. The bastard thinks. After he, he looks at Leia Fritch, he's like, I had my, my old friend, Leia Fritch. Many, will, many of you will remember my yeah. old friend, Leia Fritch. He used to say of Alfred, the bastard thinks. Like the crowd yeah. laughed after he said that. Yeah. Um, yeah, they all like nodded, like, yeah, Leia Fritch, Leia Fritch. Like, he wanted this and, to happen, he wanted people to see this, he wanted to force Edward to make a king decision. He didn't want it yeah. to just happen, he wanted him to have to decide. This is just yeah. as important for Edward as the, as the moment when they were out at battle, and if you yes. had to lead the charge or not. Like, this is just as important. You have to, you have to be able to lead the men, and you have to be able to call a decision that's tough. That's going to influence how people react, right? Absolutely. And it's so freaking good. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. Edward ends up saying, you know, he walks toward, I find the pardon to be true. And I like how Stayapa is like relieved yeah, he's just... by this, you know, and he gives him back his sword and stuff. Mm -hmm. And he's like, 
I think Uchard asked for it back and, and Stapp was happy to give it back to him. Which remember, Stapp like wants to be at this point in the show, like I feel like Stapp does want to be friends with Uhtred and a bro to Uhtred. And, They're and they definitely in the books have a, a certain relationship. I think it's a little different in the show. Yeah. They definitely respect but, like, each other as warriors. They respect his, each other. As bros. I don't think it, it like was very joyful for Stapp to like arrest Uhtred. No, I don't. I don't think he's, he's just doing his job. You know, he's more loyal to, to Alfred. And there's a, there's a great answer from again. I, we keep plugging our other talks, but there's a great yeah, answer but... from Adrian Boucher as to why. Because we were thinking the same thing. It was like, do you think he would join Uhtred? Um, yeah, if he could. And he's like, he gave like a perfect answer. So yeah, uh, check it out. Definitely check that out. But and don't think we're going to tell you what it is here, so you we don't have to go watch you. it there. <laughs> But it is, it is, I mean, it is good. <laughs> Bjork is like, Uhtred, what are you going to do the rest of the episode? And Uhtred's like, I'm going to kill those Danes. <laughs> Go kill those Danes, motherfucker. <laughs> What's up? Yeah, he's like, where will your path lead? And he's like, you know, I, I think someday my path will lead me to Bebenbear. But for now, I'm going to stay here and serve Edward. And... Um, yeah, so let's get ready to rumble, people. Let's get ready to rumble. So they start sending letters out. They're like, we need to get people going, riled up for this fight. He talks to Sigabreet. Sigabreet's like leaving. He's like, you're leaving tonight? Mm. And Sigabreet's like, I got to go raise an army. And Uhtred's like, well, you know, I hope you're with us. <laughs> you know, he's like, we really need the men of Kent. Um, you know, we really need the men of Kent to win this mm-hmm. battle. And right now, we're not really sure where Sigibrit's what he's going to do. Yeah. So he's going to be with Ethelwald. And- well, he he did tell Ethelwald then before he left. He was like, I will be with you. I'll join the battle later so I can come in from the rear yeah, and attack yeah. the Saxons that way. And Ethelwald's like, all right, cool, cool, cool. And he's like, I got to get out of here. I'm going back to the Danes. I'm going to let them yeah. know then. I finally got. And that's why Canute sent him back because because he was doubting whether or not their their army was going to hold. And then if Alfred was going to die, you know, they had lost Heston's yeah. army. So he's like, you need to get us a Saxon army. You need to go and do, I like, I don't care if you right. get killed or not. Like you bring us back a Saxon army. So he's going back and he does rejoin the Danes. Um, Uhtred and gang, they have a pretty cool like strategy meeting with Edward where it's like the first time it's like, this is like yeah. Alfred's position right now with Uhtred and, and Finnan. And you yeah. can tell he's like, he's like, Ethelred's right, there too. And Ethelred's kind of being like devil's advocate. Like, and he's kind of like, why am I going to give you guys my men? You know? Yeah. And I think he doesn't um, join. I think he says like, I'm not yeah. sending my men to he slaughter. Yeah. He doesn't, but Ethelred doesn't, but yeah. I mean, Mercia does. Ethelfled leads Mercia. Oh, that's right. That's right. But not not on Ethel Ethelred's charge. That's right. But yeah, at the end of the meeting, you know, Edward and or Uhtred and Finnan are there, and they're just kind of giving Edward some tips. You know, like what I would do. <laughs> I mean, if I were you, <laughs> is I would like while they're traveling, let's cut them off in the woods. And <laughs> no, but I think Finnan like comes up with like the area, like it could be a good place. You know, like mm. at these woods and. So they come up with a plan and they start dispersing the men. Um, also, to Biaka too, it's just like, oh my! I God. need a part of the. I need to be a part of this battle. I need to fight until I can fight no more. I need it's an like axe, I need an axe, sword, <laughs> a shield, and him and Utrid have another great like bro hug there, just like yeah. And then like you can just tell like after they like 
stop the hug like Bjork is just like ready to go like he's just like he's just rage there. mode let's go oh my god because he has been in battles but he yeah. i think he's only had a club most of the time he, he threw the spear in season one but i think he had only ever yeah. used a club yeah um, so now he's ready to kill he's ready to kill some dudes he's ready to go so yoed. they go out and then it like you know Kind of going back and forth, shows Ethelwald traveling a little bit. He rejoins with the Danes. And it also had that scene where Brita and Canute are on the horses after they had heard that Alfred was really dead. And Brita asks Canute, like, is, uh, um, is Ethelwald really the one who killed Ragnar? And Canute is like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he is. He's the guy. Um, so Brita now has the answer. Brita is in on Uhtred with their plan to get Ragnar from Niflheim to Valhalla. Mm -hmm. um, and, and so need, now she doesn't have the blood, though, to do it. Right? right. So we have all these puzzle pieces. We have all the pieces now. Mm -hmm. We need to get Uhtred to know it, you know, and we need Uhtred to know it. We need the blood there. Blood. We need Aethelwald so, there. So then it cuts to um, Uhtred sitting around the campfire with like Osford's trick finnan edward uh Bayaka, and they're just chit-chatting and utrid's like is the blood safe and osforth like shows the like um water canister yeah it's like a water like, skin bag drink water bag of. and yeah and i was just thinking how many times did osforth like think oh i'm thirsty there's oh wrong one wrong one <laughs> <laughs> just just sees if anyone noticed too just like <laughs> It's really cool too. Bianca like kind of looks at it like like that's the last of my wife right there. You know what I mean? Like yeah, he's like Tura's blood. Yeah, yeah. He just like kind of gives it a look, and he's like, well, he, well, he says it. he's like that's Tura's blood, mm. and he's like, yeah, and he's like, and that will get Ragnar to um, I don't know if he said Valhalla or heaven. Yeah, or, or that'll save Ragnar's soul or something. Yeah. And Richard's like, yes, you know, he explains it. Yeah, it's cool how he's. Uh, He's he's in on it now, right? Like this is like yeah. the last thing Tura did, I guess. Um, so he wants to honor that too. And uh, yeah, Osworth even says he blessed the blood too. That's right. Yeah, Aethelwald yeah. does show up back with the Danes. Uh, Brita kind of confronts him, but again, she can't she can't kill him or anything. Yeah, yeah. She does tell Jackdaw though, go with the spies who are going to go spy on the Saxon army and then deliver the message to Uhtred. Yep. Um, and the spies get killed. Yeah. So I'm thinking like Jackdaw like knows his stuff. Like he's I'm gonna wait for them guys to get killed. I'm not gonna travel <laughs> with them. And then he comes out with a branch. Symbol of uh -huh. peace. And it's like Citric and Citric sees him and they take him in. Jackdaw goes up to Uhtred and Uhtred's like, hey Jackdaw. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's like, I have a message from Breed Lord. He's like, go ahead and say it. And Jackdaw is like, oh, if only if you swear you won't kill me. Am I, am I to be spared? And Uhtred's like, yeah, you'll be spared. Mm -hmm. No problem, big dog. I got you. And he's like, he said, she said Ethelwald, Lord. That's it. Ethelwald. <sighs> and the look on Uhtred's face. <sighs> and I'd be if I was Uhtred, I'd be thinking, God damn it. He was right there the I whole know. time. And if I just knew. I know. How, how. I mean, I was just so pumped. I loved how intricate all this was, how it all came together, right? The whole sort finding out the sorcerer thing and finding out, uh, you know, how you have to kill one without breaking yeah. the skin and how Love to get it. Ragnar to Niflheim, or out of Niflheim. Uh, and the whole Guess time what? we know 
that Aethelwald yeah. did it. And we're just watching every time he's there with Aethelwald, right? And we're just like, come on, when are you going to know? When are you going to know? And it's so good that they just they dragged it out this long and just teased us. Yeah. And it was so well done how they... How they yeah, because before it. that, it was like um, Uhtred was like, you know, they were at the campfire and Bayaka asked him, you know, so it's the blood. You need to kill a person with the blood. And he's like, so who do you have to kill? And Uhtred's like, I do not know. And I was like, well, that's, that's, you know, I think back was like, well, that's kind of important. Don't you think? <laughs> no, but, the whole um, time I'm just like, I wish I could tell you, I wish I, I could know, tell I you. Know. So like, we were screaming at the TV. <laughs> it's at the wall. Hoping they could hear us. <laughs> when he finally finds out, it's so good. It's just yeah. so good. You're just, and then the battle's coming too. So it's just so much going into this, right? And There's... let's give props to Timothy Innes and Edward for giving oh, an yeah. awesome speech before the battle. He's even like, he's even like, don't fight for Alfred. Don't even fight for Edward. And I think, you know, the guys are like, did he just use himself in the third person? <laughs> and <laughs> nobody's like, fight for the, the men of Wessex who are buried in this soil. You know, the, fight for our forefathers yeah amazing amazing and again i'm not trying to plug all of our talks here with with uh last kingdom <laughs> but there is timothy timothy Innes does go over that that battle speech with us and it's pretty cool and he even said it was like sort of i go i just want to say improvised when he picked up the sword after he's talking about the the land and when he brought when he brought the sword out there was dirt on it and he just like brushed it when you oh, see man. it. So now when I watch that, I'm like, that is so fucking cool. That is that just is so, so cool. cool. Like that you just so in the cool. speech that was written for you, you you like that's just so cool. There's so many cool things, man. Everyone yeah. kills it. So and so then awesome, right? Like Alfred probably gave the best battle speech before this one. Mm -hmm. back, all the way back in season one. Yeah, we've had yeah. a lot of awesome battles. I wouldn't say we've had a lot of just like Lord of the Rings level battle speeches, though. I would say Alfred's was like up there, right? With yeah. like the Lord of the Ring battle. When he's speech. like in season one, when he's like, they will beg for mercy and they shall have none. Oh, no mercy. No mercy. Oh my that God. was amazing. I was ready to go fight Danes. I know I was too. I we were like we got up and like went outside. We were like looking around for some some Danes to fight. Some Danes to fight. They weren't there. Look, and we they were weren't lucky. there, so we just went back and oh, finished we were the episode. Lucky. We yeah, were we, lucky. Edward, fantastic speech. Uhtred gave a speech before they left too. That was pretty good. Yeah, he gave like a little pre-travel speech. Mm -hmm. But Edward was like right before the battle. Uchers are pretty yeah. direct though because he's a warrior and he's just like we need to go kill yeah. and everyone's like yeah let's go kill you know what I mean <laughs> the the Danes are marching they're, yeah they're in like a single file line well it's like the woods the right there's like it's in like, this valley yeah it's is why they valley. have to sort of file through it's like two by two I think yeah <laughs> and then just so awesome just like just John Loon is on those drums right now like tuk -tuk -tuk -tuk. They just like come over the hill in these woods with the leaves and just just like it's just so freaking cool. And and they're charging without shields, which is really cool. You know, usually they go and set up a shield wall. Mm. But this time, because they're taking them kind of by surprise, 
like Finnan's got like double fisting his sword and like a maybe a short sword, and um, they're all going like no shield. Bayaka's going in there with that axe. He's just they just run the, just them running down yeah. the hill was so awesome. Just yeah, just screaming at the top yeah. of their lungs. And they just flank the line, but they flank the rear of the line. So they cut to the front of the line where Canute and Heston, they just hear the screaming and they're like, <laughs> they're like looking. <laughs> and Canute has to like ride down a little bit to like, see, they're attacking the rear. He's like, defend the line. He sounds pretty cool when he's, mm. when he's yelling that. This is where like, Avor starts to go. Like, yeah, Avor. Yeah, Avor's like, voice. But we didn't think that, obviously, when we watched it. But, we didn't think of the first time. Uh, we didn't know that. But this time, play Assassin's Creed if you want more Magnus Brune and you need awesome Viking stuff. And if you like Last Kingdom, by the way, Assassin's Creed Valhalla is very Last Kingdom-esque. And yes, yes. learned from our talk with Magnus Brune, our second one, that Last Kingdom was a huge influence for the game, which was super cool to hear. Yeah, so anyway, if, I would definitely to this, check it out if you want to live yeah. in that sort of world there. So back we got this, to this awesome battle. Awesome battle. You know, they're, they're doing well here at the beginning. They've taken the Danes by surprise. But the Danes outnumber them by quite a bit. Yeah. And now they're coming from the front, right? So they're getting right. their own reinforcements to come in. They're kicking ass, though. At, like, they start getting pinned down, though. And the thing is, like you yeah, said, Finn they don't yells shields. like, yeah. Yeah. So they're yeah, like, Finn's like we, how, we can't hold the line much longer, you know? Yeah. And there's a lot of great kills. A lot of great uh, kills. A guy gets stabbed through the neck with a spear like this. Yeah. Oh. And uh, we see uh, Heston's going beast mode too. I mean, Heston uh, goes beast mode. Uh, we saw him a little bit like in the fight with the the tur before when he was going for Ethelfled, like in yeah. there. But again, he you know he kind of ran away there at the end. So like seeing him like go beast mode here was pretty sweet. Uh, it's pretty awesome. Canute goes beast mode and again. This is the first time. Does we were just like, oh damn, did you see Canute? Like, did you actually pay it? Like, I think we were, I missed it yeah, the first time. And we, when we, again, the first like, time. Whoa, it was just so much going on the first time though. Like, there's, yeah, yeah. And, that's and, what and I think you're looking for so you're looking for Finn and you're looking for Uchard and Citric and stuff. And Bayaka yeah. was going off. Bayaka was going off, and. Bianca was sending people straight to hell. <laughs> he was smiting people. Bianca was. That's the uh, like the perk he has on his weapon there. <laughs> Send yeah. to hell. Send yeah. to hell axe. <laughs> um, so meanwhile, while they, they're starting to lose their edge, and that's when Mercia shows up, and it's Ethelfled who has taken the charge, leading the men of Mercia into battle, and on horseback. They ride in and awesome shots of Millie Brady, like stabbing from her horse, swinging while on the horse. Looks super cool. And I guess Looks Ethel super cool. fled in real life was like a warrior yes. queen. Yes. Um, so that's pretty. We've sweet. talked about it a lot. It, I mean, I love how the show is like shedding light on this awesome historical figure because in a time where women did not have a lot of status, Ethel fled was a very instrumental She's well loved by the in, people too. And and yeah, and for fighting off the Danes in that time period. Huge props to the show for like teaching us about Ethel Flood. I'm, I love now knowing about this awesome historical Yeah, and Bernard figure. Cornwall too, obviously, with, with his books and well, I didn't definitely know about Alfred Cornwall. or any of them. Honestly. I think I obviously didn't know about that, but but I feel like someone like Ethel Flood, there's so few amazing female historical figures that had the status that she had mm. and ruled that she should be highlighted. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's definitely better to books. show a real one here instead of just making one up. Yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah, so it's super cool. And um, and Millie Brady kills it as Ethel Flood. I mean, it's I like she was Millie born Brady. to play Ethel Flood. Oh, me too. And she was she looked so good, like on the horse. She looked like a pro, just slicing down. And yeah, you know, her father had her train with Steapa, so she knows how to fight. It's so cool. Yeah, you if you train with Steapa, right? Like you could probably take on a Dane because Steapa's a big dude, the big beast, man. beast, beast. The Danes start to realize they're not doing well. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So now, now the edge goes back to the Saxons, and now they're kicking butt again. And now, like Heston and Ethelwald are like, there's this cart, and Heston's like fighting pretty well, and Ethelwald's there, and Heston's like, "Hey, where's your guy with the army? We need it now. We can't <laughs> last this much longer." Mm. And Ethelwald said, "He'll he'll be here soon. I know. He'll, I swear." And Sigurd did say he's coming in late. He's like, he said yeah, it. Yeah. He's like, I'm coming in late, so I can attack the rear. Heston's like, great, which side is he taking? <laughs> and Ethelwald is just watching, like, and we're we're wondering, like, too, like, ooh, what's he gonna do? What's Sigabrit gonna do? They've really kind of left it up in the air. And he yells, for our forefathers and for Wessex. So he heard the speech. Yeah, <laughs> he must have heard the speech. Maybe that's what swayed him, right? Like someone like told him he's like, by the way, before you go in and decide. Like Edward gave this sweet ass piece about like forefathers, <laughs> and there was this dirt. Like it was so cool. He's just like, God he's like damn. Dude, you had to be there. He's like, and I missed it. He shows him on his eye scroll, <laughs> just like a picture. <laughs> just like, like it's so long, scroll so long too, and he just scroll. has to like keep scrolling. Has a speech, yeah, <laughs> with a picture. Look at this portrait. Now look at it here. While while Edward was giving the speech, everybody got their scrolls out <laughs> to document it. <laughs> and Edward was like, "Are any of you actually listening to it, or are you all just writing on your scrolls?" <laughs> yeah, it's the same thing when we go to see a minstrel play. <laughs> just enjoy the music instead of trying to record it on your scroll. <laughs> Stop having your scroll out the whole time. <laughs> Yeah, so that's how Sigurd decided to join Wessex. <laughs> <laughs> and not and not the Danes. And we know why you why you guys come here. It's for for these awesome facts, you know, be, some in-depth yeah. story stuff. So that's that's why we shared that with you guys, you know. That's why. Yeah. So here's the question though. Did did Sigurd get there and kind of look at, "Oh, well, the Saxons are winning." So I'm gonna pick them right now. That's what <laughs> I was wondering when he got there, because it looked like That's he was kind of deciding, right? Yeah, and like he was probably like, "Here, I'll either yell, fuck Alfred, or for our <laughs> forefathers." <laughs> Whichever one of those I yell, yeah. we, that's we we attack the respective army, and everyone's like, "All yeah. right, all right, just make sure you yell it loud enough here," you know? <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. The guys in the back. What did he say? <laughs> Who are we getting? Just, just go in. Just swing. <laughs> just swing. <laughs> so anyway, they um, Ethelwald obviously didn't hear what he yelled, so he's like seeing them charge, and it's not until he sees Sigurd slash a Dane that he's like, "Oh shit!" And Heston sees it. I love this part. Yeah, Larson kills this part. He's like, "That is your man. That is your man. <laughs> your man. That's your and he's man." Like, that is your man. And his voice is so <laughs> cool. His voice is and fucking awesome. I think he was going to kill Ethelwald, but then somebody comes and attacks Heston again. He has to defend himself. Mm. 
By the way, Ethelwald was like trying to fight a little bit, but he was like pretty wimpy about it. He like I think killed a guy. And he's like, got one eye turned to him. Props. He's got one eye. He's got Props one to eye. him for trying with one eye, right? Hey, he fought at Ethendon. He fought at Ethendon. He fought at. Ethendon. He even tried to use that against Dutrid earlier. He's like, like I fought at he fought at Ethendon again. And anyway, wall. This is an amazing moment coming up here. By the way, as Sigurdbreet's coming in, Sigurdbreet has a cool couple cool beats and awesome spear throw from Canute to kill um, Sigurdbreet on the horse. Oh, Sigurdbreet starts him? charging Canute. Yeah, Canute I took missed the that. spear. Yeah, Canute. Like I was wondering why he wasn't in season four, and that's why. There's like a moment when when Canute sees Sigurdbreet and Sigurdbreet sees Canute, and Canute or Sigurdbreet starts charging on him with his horse, and um, Canute takes the spear just like throws it and Sigurd was flying off the horse. Oh, that was cuts him. Back oh, to Canute, cuts back to Canute and he's like ah. he's like ah. <laughs> that was me playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla. <laughs> <laughs> I threw the spear. Now you can throw the the weapon. Yeah. Or I did that and killed a guy. I was just like, when you ah. get the execution on someone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just sitting in my living room just going ah. just over and over again. <laughs> I probably didn't look as cool as Magnus Brune, though. But Ethelwald's there. He's looking around. And Uhtred sees him. And it's just the cinematography is so good. Uh, at the same time, Ethelwald looks. He sees Uhtred. And Uhtred's like, there you are. There you are, motherfucker. I think, <laughs> like, I think Brita... And then he looks at Brita. Brita's there, too. And they all kind of like lock eyes weird in like a triangle thing. Yeah. You know, and Ethelwald like makes a realization that Brita must have told Uhtred that I was the one that killed Ragnar. Yeah. And that's why Uhtred looks like he wants Ooh. to kill me right now. <laughs> and then John so, Loon just lets out those drums again. And it's a great like starts one shot. It. Yeah. And it's like a great like follow of him like running through with his blue cape standing yeah, out from everyone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like Uhtred's point of view, he has to like fight through all these Danes just mm. like just right in front of him, this camera, this like I guess I think is a one shot tracking here. Maybe uh, he get, he like gets knocked over at one point, and he, he like grabs, he immediately grabs Tura's blood to make sure it's okay. Oh, and like a Dane's yeah. about to come on top of him and kill him, and, and an axe to the back, and just like Brita did back in season one, baby. Brita, what those she saved saves. him again. She had a little friendly fire here. You know, she killed one of her own men That's to right. do this. That's right. That's um, for Ragnar. For Ragnar. You know, poor poor Dane that got killed by her, his own person. He was doing everything right in that battle. He probably like he walked like, right by her too. He's like, "Look at this! I'm gonna yeah. kill that guy." He's like, I'm gonna kill <laughs> yeah, he's like, "I'm gonna kill the one." Like, I'm gonna level up like instantly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I'm a level one right now. I could go to fifty. <laughs> it was probably like a really nice Dane who just his whole life did so good, and you know. <laughs> anyway, so he gets killed, and you know, Ethelwald had gotten on a horse. And Uhtred also gets on a horse, and that's where we kind of leave the battle. It kind of shows Canute still fighting, and Heston's like, we've lost, you know? Mm. They don't really show what happens after that, but we have to assume, and we know in season four, that Canute and Heston get away with like some of the army. And then we have this epic chase on horseback between... Yeah, Uhtred, like, GTA's a guy off a horse. Yeah. <sighs> And just yeah. John Lou's just like, let the drums go. Just go. <laughs> just go. <laughs> it is awesome. At the wall is like weaving. I mean, it, through the trees, how they filmed that. I'm, I'm sure they had a stunt guy um, doing, I think, 
Harry told us they had a stunt guy with that part because then Ethelwald like hits a tree and the horse throws him off and he rolls down a hill mm. and Uhtred's horse just like stops, backs up a little bit. And Ethelwald like goes and like hides behind this tree. I just love He's, the like hiding and another like kind of Batman-ish. It's like a Batman moment, but Uhtred like jumps down and like yeah. you can see his feet land. Well, like him just stepping off the horse too from the hill like because yeah. there's like the sun behind him and just yeah, like yeah. silhouetted and like it was Beautiful such a shot. cool shot i think Beautiful was it ed baglazette who yeah i think directed this last one yeah ed baglazetti oh damn yeah. killed it awesome utrid goes down and ethelwald knows he's been caught <sighs> ethelwald's like utrid you know hey <laughs> what does he say he's like don't, don't kill me man. <laughs> utrid please don't kill me yeah he's like please don't kill me like He's yeah. He's just like like, uh, he's like, like I don't have a sword. Life. I don't have a sword. That's like, what I don't he even says. have a sword. He's just like he's yeah. like my my and hand is wounded. My arm is broken. Like I can't wield a sword. And he's like, yeah. You've got another good arm. Um. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and um, he's like, I, I will leave. I will never. You'll never see me again. You we know. Said, he's, we he's first he's like, like you killed Ragnar, and he's like tries to like kind of pass that by at the wall. Yeah. He's like, say it. Say you killed Ragnar. He's like, I did. It was, like, but he was. Well, he's like, me. he's like, he's like, yes. He like finally like it comes out. Yeah. And he's like, but you have to understand, he was gonna kill me. Like I had to kill him. It was a war of sorts. Is a, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And Uhtred is, and he's like begging. He's like, you'll never see me again. Like I will leave. You know, I'll leave this land. Yeah. Uhtred um, has like please his don't sword kill up me. to him, and he's just like blubbering, yeah. like. Again, he's Harry's like on the ground, killing it here. And I think Harry McIntyre, yeah, partly worried, but I think he's also like trying to just sell it, like how he did with Alfred when he's like uncle yeah. and grabbing hand. I think he's just like, like just go for it, he go does. for it. Yeah. Maybe he'll pity me. He won't do it. I think he even says at one point, like I'm not worth right. it. Yeah, yeah, and 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 that that definitely shows because Uhtred kind of backs away and he goes down the hill and he's like, you'll need you'll need some <sighs> silver to travel. And again, and Ethelwald's like, shit, it works. <laughs> he's like, oh, my, my tactic worked again. And he gets yeah, he's like, yeah, 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 I will. Yes. I will. And again, another moment here where I'm just like, oh, Fred, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. Like, stop this. Do And I, I again, I don't know why I'm doubting him, but I am. I know. At this moment. I know. He takes us this sack that Ethelwald thinks is full of silver tosses it to him but it's really filled with Terra's blood and like as soon as Ethelwald catches it like right here the sword like, it was so smooth it was like a toss and stab like I think he must have practiced that against a tree or something <laughs> Just, he's like it's going to be so cool when I do this no one will be there to scroll it down but it's going to be so good if someone could have scrolled it you know I know <laughs> caught it on a scroll i know um good thing brita so, was there she probably scrolled it yeah brita got her scroll out real quick <laughs> not the best angle from the scroll but but better than nothing yeah better than nothing at least people will know yeah but yeah anyway. this was easily just mm. just stabs him right through just so satisfying just, just like just stare him down like oh just Push him down. Oh my God! What a good, satisfying kill. I mean, again, love Harry, 
but eighth wall fuck you man like I know, <laughs> this was I a know. great awesome kill uh, i know it makes me a little sad that that you know harry wasn't in the next season because he was so good on the screen i mean he, yeah again he was perfect for the show and i hope to see him in a lot in the future i really can't wait to see more of his work yeah but um him and david just brought it this season they brought any and heart any and heart and adre adre man and adre of course adre of course they all do they all bring it though i mean but i think i think certain ones have standout season it was definitely like david dawson's season to like own it i think like Mm -hmm. to to really be the star this season i think of you know sort of as like Edward and Alfred season. I like those are my favorite moments with the father son moments, but, but also Ethelwald, you know, to finally become like a true antagonist. Amazing. So anyway, Brita's there and it's done. And I love how like they even show like that time where the sun rays kind of go through the trees and it looks like, it looks like they interpret it as like a bridge and, and we've all seen it in real life when the sun does that like through the clouds and it looks like it's like a sh- like a like a tube or something that like you could yeah i don't know how to describe it but but for them that for was them, like the uh the the bifrost right to to asgard odin's hall yeah. right yeah and i think we talked about it last wow. time like what if it what if it started raining like what would their would they have come up with like another answer to fit their narrative like mm. oh that's a sign that you know he's really crossed over like maybe the the water is washing away the dirt from him so that he can rise and go or something. Yeah. I'm sure they would have interpreted anything to put into that narrative, you know? Yeah. That's something, you know, through the whole show and through the books that they, they always give like a logical explanation, how something could happen. But yeah, from these people who it's their culture, it's their beliefs. And uh, like, then they, through their eyes, it seems like this is why this happened. Or we killed Aethelwald the the freaking bifrost just opened that means <laughs> yeah. that means ragnar's going up he's going that's up that's right and even though like ragnar is dead and again another reason why i was kind of upset when we were first watching the season yeah. ragnar died uh but then after this i was kind of like damn like that was such a good moment like he made it to valhalla yeah. that way even though yeah. he didn't they didn't reconcile with utra directly after him saying i, like, I You're wish not my we brother. had that i wish we had that I wish we got that somehow. They'll, they'll. I'm sure someday, the future goes to Valhalla. Fucking <sighs> amazing. Cap to the battle, like it had a wade through the battle to get eighth world. Like this is this was just like, yeah, perfect. perfect. After that, like Uhtred goes to the grave site of Ragnar, and he takes that's back where, the he, That's where he does his. Yeah, he takes yeah the Mjolnir necklace back and. And that's where, um, you know, the post credit there, the the credit end season like narrative Utrid thing goes, and yeah, to set up the next all. season, he says, "I am Utrid of Bevan, or I am Utrid, son of Utrid. I am Utrid Ragnason. Destiny is all." Mm. It's like he found himself, you know. It's like he exactly he went through he, so many. Zoom out. They had him like yeah. riding off before that. Uh, yeah, such a good, such a good shot. Such a good freaking season. Uh, yes. Again, uh, just, you know, probably most of the, the last Kingdom seasons, we, we haven't been ranking them. I'd give this one, though, probably the, when I first saw it, I don't know if I would have gave it a 10 out of 10, but yeah. now I give it a 10 out of 10. I give it a 10 out of 10. 
I give it a 10 out of 10. Yes, sir. 10 out of 10. And um, so good. It's just, just perfect from every aspect, whether it's costume, whether it's cinematography, whether it's directing, whether it's acting, set design. I don't care what it is. The horses were even great in this. <laughs> the and- horse, so much better <laughs> than their other work they've even been in. Oh, <laughs> their best work they've done. <laughs> Just a truly incredible season. Before we so- give our final thoughts here, mm. what is your favorite moment then from this episode, from episode nine? My best moment? Best moment would have to be when he stabs Ethelwald at the end, I think. That's going to be mine, too. Ah, it's so that good. That in the battle. like The battle itself was awesome, too. I mean, what made the battle, though, was everything going into it. It's just knowing yeah. that Aethelwald's going to be there. You're like, you're getting all these people coming together. Oh. Uttred is teaming up for Wessex. Like, he finally yeah. decided. Close, close second, I think, to that best moment might have to be the in the, the, the Flash Witten. was a pretty awesome scene yeah. as well. Yeah, that one's that one's yeah a close second, a close second so, from so from what's me, but my mine is bro, with what's you, your though. bro moment though? What's your bro moment? <sighs> Ooh, my I guess my bro moment again. Uh, Finn has stolen most of mine, and he's still in this one again. Is when he he goes up to Bianca and he's uh, he says, you know, we'll help you bury her. And he first, you know, he's trying to coax him away, and he's like, here, I'll do this for you, so you don't even have to worry about it. And he's just so understanding. He's just like, you know, like, yeah, I'm going to help you, though. Even if you even though you're going to do it, you said you're going to do the actual work. I'm still going with you. I'm going to help you. I'm going to be there present with you. You. Yeah. My breast bro moment has got to be kind of a deeper one um, with Uhtred saving Ragnar and Brita also being in involved in that. And like more of a specific one, I guess, would be when Brita saved Uhtred again, just like she had done back in season one with the axe throw and for her to do that again here so that they could save Ragnar and have a bro moment for Ragnar too. Um, So just somewhere in there, whether it's Brita, the whole kind of Brita Uhtred Ragnar Ragnar connection. Yeah. 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 I I think that's a good bro moment there. Mm. That's a good moment. Mm. uh, So that, yeah, that's, that's it for that episode. Uh, let's let's talk full season here. So, what was your best bro moment from the whole season? Ooh, best bro moment. I think my best bro moment from the season is going to be Uhtred and Brita's adventure that they went on in that episode. To me, that was that was a lot. When she they finally like she comes to an understanding of, um, you know why Uhtred did the things he did, and she kind of accepts it. You know, mm. at least in the moment. But that whole adventure, I think, was like much needed for two characters that went back to the very first episode. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's got to be my best bro moment is Brita. And again, remember, bro moment doesn't have to mean, you know, male, female. It has to be male, male. It's, yeah. It can be, you know, be male, female. It's be typically it, be... it came out of us for for saying it because males and we're males and we see all these these. uh yeah these uh dudes who have these camaraderie moments instead of this negative drama but fe- the females hild brita uh later on some other characters yep they, they do some they have some great bro moments yep what, what about you i mean i can really pick any of finnan's ones um from <laughs> no. from the season because he has i mean he he kills it i mean this season also citric uh he had that great one with the the, the fake out bro moment Yes, uh, that was fantastic. But I'm gonna have to go with best bro moment uh 
for Alfred in Uhtred when he pardons yeah. them. And he's like, this is unconditional. Whether you show up or not, whether awesome. you stay or not, uh, like, like this is your pardon. and you've earned this. Toast to you. Toast to Uhtred, the true Lord of Bember. Like, fuck. Yep. Yeah, that's that's got to be it. Um, that's fantastic. But bro of the season. We've talked about bro of the season before. Oh. Uh, Bianca, I think, had it for season one and two for me. Uh, I'm hands down giving this one to Finnan, though, as bro of the yeah, season. Yep, season three, Finnan. Um, definitely. Definitely. He had yeah. so much great banter. Um, Got to be bro of the season. Got to yeah. be bro of the season. The, the bro group, like, forms at the second half of season two, but I think this one is where, like, all the moments, like Citric and Finnan yep. and... Uh, they start to have like their sword clinks and stuff like yeah. that, and uh, and Osfirth and uh, yep. But I'm gonna have to gotta to give Finnan. it to Fennin. Season three, bro of the year, bro of the season. Bro and the then, season. what was your favorite overall moment from season three? Oh, damn, I'm I'm gonna have to go the the whole king decision and battle uh, between. Twas mine as well. Twas mine as well. <laughs> I think it was episode five and six. Where wherever. Yeah. Uh, uh, Alfred, you know, rides up there. I mean, the whole thing, right? Uhtred Edward taunts, forces Edward to make the decision. Yeah. Uhtred taunts Heston. It's so great. He's like, I'm going to have songs written about how you're a coward. Uh, like such a classic Uhtred and Uhtred from the books too, you know, like yes. always always using people's emotions to to make them do strategically bad things. And yep. Uh, then the battle itself, just Uhtred fighting in the mud and the the like the shields and just yelling out stuff it's so brutal and then again when they just scope into the woods and there are there's all these men here and you just keep seeing men one by one and then they're up on the yep. horses do you charge or do you breach i mean oh you yeah it's so forcing edward to make a decision yeah it's there's so many good things that that's hands down uh a, probably a close second would be alfred when he gets up onto the horse and mm, he's, great he's holding the sword up and everyone's like long live the king it's just it's just filled with so many moments also to probably another this one probably two tied for a second i love when utrid burns down that town that's serving the danes who's in yeah yeah that's a, land. that one we forget about a lot i feel like that one's it's, that was a cool moment he gets to the roof and he just burns down the town oh, yeah he goes yeah. out to the guy who who had him captive and he just kills him and he's like wipes his knife off on him oh yeah the town's burning just leaves like a gangster oh my that's like, god that's a good sleeper pick good sleeper that's, pick that that would be my second though like it's it's got to be the the edward i mean the whole like oh yeah alfred Mine nods well. to stiapa it's like, one of my overall favorite last kingdom moments period hands down when i think about the show i'm just like i think about that moment so yeah there's, i mean there's so many good ones i mean for from this yeah. whole season we could just talk forever and we already have uh yes <laughs> we we now have like eight hours on season three here so yeah so tell us what you thought we want to know your favorite moments from the show and your opinions of what happened and just let us know in the comments we'd love to have a discussion about it uh, we hope that you subscribe if you like what you're hearing and follow us on insta on facebook twitter uh, for for more fun stuff to come also adre Alexander oh, yeah. Draymond. If you want to come on to the show, can you come on? Come on. You're always welcome. You're always welcome. You're always welcome. <clears throat> but it's like we always say. Like we always say. It's like we always say. <laughs>
Okay, bye. Goodbye. Okay, bye. Dustin, use off. Dustin, use off.